I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. Eastside gun in the building. Oh, shit. Yeah, already done. No. Oh, 2024. And it's a boys cast? Boys cast. Boys cast. That's how we start the year, man. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show, man. We are out here. We are indeed out here. 2024. New lighting. New angles. I actually like this lighting. New chairs. Same chairs. The, the brown was giving us little like silk sonic, you know, colors, vibes, you know, yeah. like nice old earth tones. Bruno that, Mars has a heavy influence on your life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's like the most recent reference I could use. Yeah. You know? I mean, you can't put your trust in all Filipinos these days, right? Not all of them. Not mm. all. Not all. Damn. I love. Them. I support them all <laughs> from afar sometimes, but. Sometimes, I think yeah. I think her is the number one Filipino right now. I just want to put that out there. Her Yo. is what? Wow, <laughs> wow! If the way she sings mm. is very similar yeah. to her jump shot. Yeah, her singing. Yeah, it's just wet. Yeah, yeah, jump shot. Yeah, yeah. The jump shot is. That's what I think about <laughs> when I think about her. <laughs> yeah, oh Gabby. I told my girl, Gabby, I was like, Gabby, Yo, Gabby. her is top five right now. Period across the board, Filipino or not. She top five, and she's a low key top five because she had the sunglasses on for like ten years. All right, niggas had no idea what her eyes looked like. I don't know why she was hiding them. She was so in the long. color purple. Niggas did not know it was her. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I have no idea why, because their eyes are great. They're beautiful. She looks like a Disney character. She is a Disney. Her character. and Tyla. Her voice is pretty much. Set uh, yeah, her for voice Disney. is definitely Disney. Definitely Disney princess. She played um, Belle. Beauty and the Beast, the the mm-hmm. Broadway play, right? She's she might become an EGOT winner. I can see it, which is I even sexier. It. Like when Jennifer Hudson became an EGOT winner, I was like, "Ooh, mm, Jennifer." Jay, yeah, her for Jay sure. Hunt. Before that, I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I feel like she's getting primed eventually for acting too. Who? Like it's on screen acting. Her. Her. Yeah. Well, she's started now, I guess. Yeah. With uh, color purple. Um, she's about to join the WNBA. Uh, <laughs> that shot, Yo, she's amazing. <laughs> she's shooting like Caitlin Clark out there. She, she was, was not missing. Not bro. missing. She and had jump, like one miss out of all And them. the form was pure. It wasn't like, oh, these are just some flukes. The form was pure. They showed multiple days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Multiple yeah, yeah. gyms. Long hair, just flowing. Just, yeah, that's what I was <laughs> and, looking at. I love how like when she jumps, she kind of like, she shoots forward. Yeah, she like lends like a foot force. So you always you gotta see, see she's really like in what's the, the power motion for the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like it's very rare you see them shoot like men. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like a majority just wrist. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, 
Um, they're putting way more. They're putting like, way more. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. But and <laughs> it's always interesting to see what the form Sinking comes out threes, as. threes, though. But yeah, no, she was wet. Whapping them. You know, I want to see the handles, though. She got to be know? in the new Love and Bas- uh, Loving, was it Love and Basketball? Yeah, Love and Basketball. Yeah. That movie was kind of mid. Like, you when you, when you, like, when you watch it now, there's a lot of movies that you watch now. Is nah, not that many. Like there the wood, still fire. <laughs> the brothers, four I, brothers. I haven't seen still those fire. Ones New recently. Jack City, still fire. <sighs> that did, love and basketball did not stand the test of time. She looked like a fucking bird. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like a bird. And the the whole movie chasing this nigga who's a dog. <laughs> this guy's just oh. a dog. And then when he can't get nobody else, his <laughs> knees blown out, can't make the league, niggas depressed. He's like, all right. <laughs> Please, Shit, you have always lived beside me. <laughs> <laughs> you was under my nose all along. Oh, you going to the WNBA, right? <laughs> Soon as she got to the WNBA, this nigga's courtside. <laughs> He's sick. It was a romantic comedy about convenience. Yo, that shit conditioned black women to believe that they should put up with bullshit. Oh my God! Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me all now those movies did it. it? All on. those old movies, all of them, they all had to put up with some bullshit. Remember Mackay oh, Pfeiffer wow. pulled up and broke that bitch's salon door in, in uh, Soul Food. Soul food. <laughs> <laughs> he punched walls near her, brought it to that the back room toxic, and shit, man, and she was still like, "Ooh!" <laughs> I was like, "What?" But everyone was just so fixated on the fact that Omar Epps picked him up, or uh, Mackay Pfeiffer picked her up. You know when it started you know, switching? Standing. <laughs> Tyler Perry did that. Tyler Perry did that. He started making movies where what black women fought back. Hmm. Remember the grits with the frying pan in the first one, right? Then her nigga beating her shit. Reverse Uno. He gets like cancer or some shit. <laughs> She's when, in a wheelchair. She like dumps him in the water face first. <laughs> Winning Tick's hair was the original though. Oh, yeah. Waiting to exhale with, yeah. with Angela Bassett. Just the like lighting the shit on yeah. fire. Yeah. You know, even the soundtrack alone. Like, that's all That's time. probably the you know greatest I mean? soundtrack in any movie ever. 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 <laughs> Period. And Soulful. then, like, right after that, only because of Whitney Houston's I'll Always Love You. Like, can you imagine mm. the back-to-back? Oh, my just God. Just going from I'll Always Love You, Bodyguard, or right into Waiting to Exhale. Yeah, no. Hold on. <laughs> Let me look at this track list of Soul Food. Because Soul Food. Oh, yeah. This shit had... Bangers. Um, yep, here it uh, is. Girl, I care about First you. First of all, a song for Mama. <laughs> oh, right off there? the top, a Mother's Day classic. <laughs> I sang this shit with my brothers in church. Yep. <laughs> in grade grade eleven. My mother was in California. I sang it to her over the phone, and all of her work and and friends were around, and were, she was crying in front of Mama. her friends. I'm just like, Mama, I love you. Mama, Mama, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was the first mama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where Taco Takeoff got it from. <laughs> he sang background. Um, is this the full list? This can't be. No, it's not the full list. Uh, Slow Jam, Usher and Monica. Ooh, good lord! Huge. So I haven't heard that song. Good lord! Oh. Play another slow mm-hmm. jam. This time make it sweet. Mm. Another oh. slow jam for oh, my baby, baby and, and for me. me. Usher, I, I watched this video called The Dark Rise of Usher. The Dark Rise? The Why? Dark Rise of Usher. I watched that shit today. Um, was Diddy all YouTube. up in it? Um, he was, actually. <sighs> of course. Um, of because course. Usher, he was in a group, first of all. Did not know that. What was the he group He was in called? a group called New Business. 
New business. New business. And um, he was not the lead singer. And his mom wanted him to be the lead singer. And when they said no, she moved him to Atlanta. Mm. And she started working in the same same building as Babyface's uh, record label. Introduces him to Babyface and L.A. Reid. They signed him on the spot at 13 years old. On the spot. Like, so wait, no did, other auditions, no nothing. Does anybody know did any anything come of the other members of New, New Business? Nope. Gone. They did whatever they did later on in their, their lives and respective <laughs> careers, but nah. See, these are he, and he, they played them their music when they when they were presenting him to L.A. Reid and Babyface. They were playing the group's music. Yeah. But she was like, yeah, Usher's not a part of the group anymore. So you could just sign him. Yeah. And wow. like, all right. And he sang on the spot and they sang because That's he didn't sick. just sing on the spot. Usher, as you see right now, which is the craziest origin story, you see him now serenading all these women, right? Mm-hmm. All these celebrities that come to the Vegas stop or whatever to get signed in that very same meeting. Yeah. He started walking around to the woman, the grown woman in this office space. Yeah. And he had them like wooing and whatever. at thirteen. <laughs> at thirteen years he's, old. He's touching women's chins and serenading oh them, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> at thirteen, this nigga was destined. Always been goaded. Always been goaded. All right. Thirteen-year-old charmer. That's thirteen that's years old. There's video of it, bro. Of him just like I'm like that. That's incredible. I know grown men that can't do that right now. You know but, what I mean? That's a cool like situation, like where you're part of a group and then you leave knowing, you know, you bet on yourself and you're like, I don't need you. I could do this on my own. Yeah. Um, what's his name? I don't know if Bobby Valentino did. I know Bobby Valentino was part of Mista, mm-hmm. and then he left and did his own thing. Did did all right for himself okay. moderately. So uh, down. But you know who didn't do well? Um, well, he did okay. So do you remember Mark Nelson? No. He was he was the fifth member of Boys to Men. So there was a funny thing. No mana. Speaking of mana, okay. Go suck your mana. So his name was Mark Nelson. Mm-hmm. Mark Nelson was the fifth member of boys, fifth member of Boys to Men, and he wanted to be the lead. And his mother was like, "No, for sure, he has to be the lead." Yeah. So they're like, nah, he's not the lead. So like, you know what? We're going to leave. All you guys are ugly anyways. You're not going to make it. Mark, you're the good-looking one. Let's go. <laughs> and he goes and tries to do his own thing. And <laughs> and boy, some blow up. Okay? Wow. So now this guy, all sad now, tries to come Depression up with his own tries to come up with, with his own group. Forms a group called As Yet. Oh! Wait, are they the very first? No, is that's that? not them. That no, um, uh, mountains, something with mountains, moving mountains. I don't know the other songs of as yet. That's the only one. After I saw the sun, the stars, through. the mountains, and the river. That might actually hold on. we love to you. Last night. Last, Last night. night. That's as yet. Yes. So that's Mark Nels. Now, you may remember him and when then he comes went full solo. circle because he, P. Diddy made a song called Last Night. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked after Usher at 15. 
Oh, it's all coming together now, nigga. I'm I know grabbing okay. all the clues. I know you're a real R&B head because you're going to know this song. You know that it would always come out on, on, on BET late night. Um, Tip drill. Ron Nel- uh, Mark Nelson, 15 Minutes. All I got is 15 minutes. Okay, yeah, I remember come. that song, yeah. That's the dude. That was the That's fifth so member. That's so crazy. I mean, he had a little Mark, career yeah. then. He did a little thing, but it He's on BET yeah. Uncut. <laughs> yeah, so what? I wonder what the BET Uncut check was like. Like every time white girls, you remember that song? Shannon, Brenda, Kelly, <laughs> come into my room. The more I see, the more I do. <laughs> <laughs> that song was flagrant. That song will go triple platinum for the uh, MAGA folks. But just rapping like this while our heads bopping up and down on the in the snow just too, like, just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Tell yeah. all the girls they could come my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So allegedly, Diddy had custody, like he was guardian of, of Usher at fifteen. 14, 15 years old. Not the gusher. And he lived with him for like a year or two years. And uh, who was telling the story? Somebody was telling the story. There was another celebrity. It might have been um, Ed Lover or something. was telling the story about how they're at one of Diddy's party. And he looked at his right and there was this kid with champagne in his hand. And he's like, who the fuck? Has their little kid, this little child, and they're drinking <laughs> champagne. Ush. That's ush. And it was Usher. <laughs> was young, young, young Raymond. Yo, this YouTuber, she pieced together like different interviews over the years that Usher's done, where like someone's asked, Would you send your kids to live with Diddy? Um, it, yeah, would you send your kids to live with Diddy? He's like, Hell no. <laughs> He's like, Hell no, no way. And like, <laughs> Basically saying, and it's crazy how, like, <laughs> a lot of celebrities don't want their kids to do Hollywood. I mean. But at the same time, almost everybody in Hollywood is somebody's kid that was in Hollywood. <laughs> Does that, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if you look into a lot of actors and actresses that are big time, their dad's, like, Quentin Tarantino or some shit. Or Adam McKay, like somebody like was a director or mm. did lighting or yeah, they they were always a part of Hollywood, like yeah. always. It's like a family lineage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's weird. <laughs> There's so many of those lists that, that come up on TikTok of like you know five different people that you didn't you know, know were related yeah. that related to like Warner Brothers CEO, you know, ASAP Rocky, his no ASAP Ferg's dad designed the Bad Boy logo. And it was his bodyguard. What? Yeah. Just random shit like that, okay. bro. Okay. It's so weird. All right. It's like they're That's... all aliens and just <laughs> just keeping it in. Or all time travelers. Random facts. I have a theory they're all time travelers. <laughs> and they knew what they had to do to get to where they had to go. And then they just keep it within the family. That's a good Jeopardy, uh, a, a good Jeopardy category. Mm. People who are related that you don't know. Yeah. What is every white person? Um, what is every white person? <laughs> no, that's the answer. That's how you answer it. Oh, oh, what, what <laughs> is? <laughs> I'm like, what is every white person? Over? Just, I don't know. <laughs> that could have been asked so many different ways. <laughs> um, yeah. Joe Coy, man. We got to talk about it, brother. This is your guy, man. 
This is this is my your, guy. This is one of your people's man. my guy. I mean, I'm just gonna associate it with him because you know racism. But Joe, you did your best, bro. Oh, did he? Kuya, did he? Joko, you did your best. Did he? Did he though? Was that his best? I uh, was that the best he could have done? He said he got signed signed on ten days ago, right? Said a lot of the jokes weren't hit. It was it was bad, brother. Did you watch the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. I I was I, I almost avoided it like. At first, like I did not watch it on purpose, and I was like, oh, "Was there a laugh content? track? <laughs> huh? Was there a laugh track? Because I here's the thing: kind of felt like there. Because if there was a laugh track, his reaction to the people didn't warrant the laughs that I was hearing. Yeah, the audio. Because I'm like, yeah. why is he feeling bummy right now on stage if the laughter sounds like it's full enough? To feel like I'm doing fine. I didn't. I didn't think it felt full enough. I feel like it felt forced, like almost a polite, like we're at the Golden Globes, we're supposed to laugh type vibe. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, there were times where they they barely shot to the audience, which I noticed. <laughs> and I'm like, nobody's smiling. <laughs> no one's smiling right now. Well, yo, here here's my thing. From Jump, when I found out it was him, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be tough for Joy. For Joe Coy. Because here's the thing. Everybody before him are seasoned. They have like years and catalogs upon catalogs. He's seasoned. He's seasoned as a comedian, but he only has one movie and he doesn't even have a show. He's never had his own nothing other than his comedy touring and his one flop of a movie. But he dated Chelsea Handler. He dated Chelsea Handler. Cool. <laughs> rah, rah, rah. You know, Ricky's your face. Doesn't this that guy, count for something? <laughs> it counts for something that, you know, you could follow a bunch of black guys. I couldn't. Cool. I couldn't you know believe I mean? he was so starstruck. I think that's what really threw me for a loop. Like, Well, that's the problem because he was not a star on the level of everybody else. So, like, him making fun of them is like, yo, we don't rate you like that. Eh? You can't make fun of us yet. You yeah, know, if you were on our level like a Chris Rock or a Ricky Gervais, fine. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I you're get with that. us. I get but that. We're like, yo, make us laugh, Joko. You're the new kid in town. You know, it's like putting the rookie up in a roast. Uh, you know, and just like, oh, well, we don't but know But that's kind of, that's when you get to be Spud Webb, though. Exactly. And he didn't. He, he didn't and, Spud Webb. It's just unfortunate he that he did. He Bennett. He didn't Spud Webb. Right? <laughs> who's the last person to do this? Let's say, like, you know who's who gets thrown into stuff like this? Like, let's say. The best is Like Ricky a Drew Carey. Or like, Ricky Gervais is the best one that he's the they've best ever dude. had. But think about it. Once again, he has his own show. He's yeah. He's pioneer. You know what I mean? He's but got a whole. He's also UK. British, so they don't care. Americans usually they don't right. give a fuck. My thing is like, he gave too much of a fuck. Mm. He it was visi he, he was visibly nervous. He definitely looked like he cared way too much. He and <laughs> as a host, as a comedian host. <laughs> The shtick of almost every comedian host ever is, I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah. This is actually annoying that I have to be here. Yeah. Right? And he was more like, oh, I'm so grateful to be here. And it's like, everyone else there. It was so fucking Filipino of him. Fuck, everyone else there has been there <laughs> so many times. Oh they God. think it's long, too long. They get drunk because it's boring. Mm. They they have to dress up their a lot of them don't like dressing up like this. So it's like, they're not impressed by the Golden Globes. Yeah. There's like a few 
first timers scattered amongst the bunch. Yeah, yeah. But it's like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, Mel Meryl Streep's been to thirty four yeah. of these, <laughs> right? Yo, so it's like big and Meryl Streep up all like the whole time. Making her say Wakanda, that was so cringe. That was it was weird, just, man. I'm like, yo, you really. And then did he that to kept her? blaming the writers, which is another thing you don't do as a comedian in a comedy club. Sure, you know what? Po poke fun at the fact that you're bombing, and you might win them back. But hosting a show, no, you can't. There's no time for you to admit yeah. failure. The show must go on when you're hosting. Even when he was trying to be like, you know, I wrote that one, or did I write that one? I wrote, you know, like I see what you're trying to do there, but it was like, ah, uh, no. There was like one Come good on. joke. I swear to you, one good joke, and I don't remember it because it wasn't that memorable. It was just I remember laughing one time. Hmm. Which one was it? Yeah, the whole time I was like. I was trying to give him a chance because I before I watched it, everyone was already shitting on him. So I was like, let me give this guy a chance. I was I, giving him a chance because I'm like, he's a comedian. I gotta, yeah. you know, see what maybe they didn't understand him. Cause I know those nights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where the crowd doesn't get it. You know what I mean? But I was like, ooh. But you know when he was doing the Robert De Niro? I was like, hey, Robert De Niro. <gasps> and then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm like, yo, stop saying sorry, bro. Oh. He's like, oh, Taylor Swift. Da -da -da, said this thing. And he's like, oh, my bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry I'm sorry, like, sorry, no, sorry. stop saying Stop apologizing, sorry. bro, because Joe, you see their reaction. So Filipino. Sit in it. Uh. And then that's what, if all else couldn't go bad, bad enough. They showed Taylor Swift's face for her joke. <laughs> just, and Shorty just sipped tea. And I was like, God, dad, there it is. <laughs> and that one moment made him the highlight of the Golden Globes. Because Taylor Swift is engagement. Because all the blogs saw, oh, a Taylor Swift moment. Yeah. Post it. He became <laughs> the highlight of the Golden Globes. It's yeah. bombing. But the like, thing, and you no. know he he tried to redeem himself after and be like you know I was complimenting her I was saying like you know I'm like no don't stop doing do that, that. <laughs> yeah no um, come on bro stand on your ten toes man <laughs> because on. when you're when you're hosting something as opposed to like a comedy club a comedy club people want to laugh mm -hmm. they want to laugh they don't want you to bomb <clears throat> hosting people couldn't care less yeah. And once they see that you know you're bombing, and they now it's confirmed, oh, he really is bombing. This is not an act. Yeah. This is not a shtick. Like, he's really eating shit right now. Yeah, yeah. Now they're rooting for you to lose. Because there's no, I didn't come here to laugh. I don't care. Yeah, now yeah. this is more entertaining than you, that you fumble. <laughs> and especially when I'm, a, I'm such a, a person of my craft. Like, mm -hmm. I'm Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, fucking Issa Rae. All these people are in the audience who perfect their craft. Mm -hmm. Seeing somebody go up there that's making fun of you and they're fumbling, oh my. And you already don't think that they deserve to be up there? Now yeah. it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I gotta watch this. You <laughs> like, know, what I, now that I think about it, if someone like, let's say another rookie, not, 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 not to say rookie, but a first time host, mm -hmm. let's say someone like an Andrew Schultz, you know, somebody that had a big year, I feel he would kill, he would have killed that shit. He'd... He'd murder, fucking roast everybody but out there. But he'd actually to go too far. Probably would. Probably <laughs> he would. He would go too far. You know? Then I think of, like, let's say a Matt Rife. Let's say Matt Rife does it. People would be like, fuck this kid. You know, I could feel them be like, I actually like see Matt Rife working. You think he would work? Yeah. You think they would, th this would be like his, I like, welcome? I think that's the level of his humor. For me, at least. Yeah? His level I of humor is host the awards type, like... 
and he's good looking, he's white. They're gonna love him. <laughs> They're gonna no, love him. I want to. I want to think that's that where that's like... where good looking people get rewarded. Award shows. There are people who haven't done shit in years, but they're great looking. So they're there every year. What the fuck does Heidi Klum Maybe. do anymore? Can someone tell me? Does Rita Ora make music? <laughs> I haven't heard a song. I haven't heard a tune. She's at every award show. Hosting Rita sometimes. Ora. <laughs> sometimes she's hosting. I'm like, aren't you an artist? What's going on here? I've never seen Summer Walker just doing the red carpets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. It's crazy, man. How was your holidays? Oh, bro. Filipino holidays, man. You know, nine parties. Just massive amounts of food. Yo, so much food. You know, you go there, you take home more food than you that you ate at the actual party. Yeah. And uh oh man, that you know, I, I did a comedy show on New Year's or on, on um Christmas Day. S- bombed. Nice. Did a comedy show on New Year's. That's what I would expect for a Christmas Day. Bombed. <laughs> That's what I would expect for that. <laughs> I'm just like, what a good way to end the year. You know, That's what you get from working on a holiday when you should have been with your family. All you of know? those people that I, I noticed, all those people that go to those events, bought the tickets a week or two in advance, and now are so mad. That they bought those tickets. <laughs> and they're only going because they, they go. bought they the bu- They're only tickets. going because they bought the tickets. Yeah. That's so, so you're that's doomed so to real. a failure. So yeah. I never want to do those shows, ever, ever. Because I'm like, I know my mentality. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not buying any tickets to go out somewhere on Christmas Day. Yeah. That's not happening. And so I must have bought it two, three weeks, even a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, ah, oh, yeah, this will be nice for Christmas. <laughs> and then the day comes and I'm like, fucking hell, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> do I even want to do this? Do I even want to? I got to get dressed. Uh, I'm so comfy. My family's here. <laughs> like, I do that with so many things without it being a family. Right? Event, it doesn't know? even have to be a holiday for me. It, it'll <laughs> just be like, oh, it's a Thursday. Honestly, Rappers games, I'll be like, oh, I can really just watch it on TV and I'll enjoy it just as much <laughs> as I'd if I was just there sitting in those tight spaces. Wednesday's like my nothing day usually. Yeah, yeah. And I'll plan something weeks in advance and then the day comes and I'm like, I could have been I could have been doing nothing. <laughs> this is my nothing day. Tomorrow I have to do something too. I'm so mad. <laughs> There's certain comedy shows like that where I'm like, oh fuck. You know, I said I wanted to fill my calendar. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go do the show. You go and do the show. You pay for Uber to get there. You get there, and it's like the shittiest show ever. You're like, yeah. God, the damn worst. It. I could have been relaxing at home. <laughs> I could have just said, "Yo, man, I'm not coming today." I could have bombed know? from the comfort of my living room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, those man, are the worst. It happens. It happens. But you kind of need those. Yeah. Every once yeah. in a while, jolt you back into caring. Well, that's the <laughs> thing. Like it happening at the end of the year, I was like, "All right." Let's refocus, regroup, Norm. It's, it's, New year, yo. regroup. No more like if you're gonna bomb, you know, bomb gracefully. You know, fail forward. All that rah rah rah. Let's figure this out. Let's December, go. I'm turned off, brother. Like there's something about December where my fucking my brain's just like no. What did you do all December? Nothing. You were just no, just, just chilled. Hibernation. Didn't post a podcast video. <laughs> Straight I hibernation. The best stuff. I didn't even promote it. I was like, yeah, here it is. <laughs> Y'all niggas take that. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, I'm done, man. I'm finished. I, I like my mind doesn't turn back on until first week of January. 
I couldn't. And then on top of that, we had to prepare um, for the radio show. I was going to say, you're like recalibrating your sleeping patterns yeah, at this point. Yeah, well, that too. I'm waking up at like five, trying to train myself yeah. to like wake up earlier. Um, so what have you been doing? You just, just waking up and listening to other morning shows, to be honest. Okay. A lot okay. of them are fucking... Just... Fugazi, bro. Just... This just is going to be... Pulp. Yeah? Yeah, there we go. Ladies know. and gentlemen, let's give it up one more time for the new morning host <laughs> of Flow 98.7. There's the voiceover voice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me and uh, Alicia are going to be the host of the morning show on 98.7. A.M. in the A.M. <laughs> yes, 6 to 9 a.m., um, Monday to Friday, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I've always wanted to do radio. I done radio, bro. You tweeted it when I tweeted like seven times since like 2010. Look at that. <laughs> seven different tweets I found. Tweet where I was your like, shit. Yo, it's, it's gonna come true I need eventually. To do a radio show. I wish I could do a radio show. So um, yeah, it's gonna I'm be gonna fun. type it in right now. We've been planning Host out the segments. Globe, We've been doing photo Golden shoots. Golden Globes. Um, Better than Joe Coy. <laughs> <laughs> We've been just just preparing for this. Um, we start this Monday coming up. Um, yeah, the sleeping thing is gonna be the biggest adjustment. Are you excited though? Yeah, I'm amped, man. I'm amped to see uh, what could come of it, where we could take it. Um, I'm amped to you know be a part of a long lineage of great black hosts on Flow. Um, Flow has since like 2001 been the number one black station yep. um, in Toronto, our go-to black station. And at times it looked like we wouldn't have it anymore. Yep. And so this is, it's major that, you know, we get an opportunity to be on there. Who was um, on there? Mark Strong, Gemini. Mark, Gemini, Jay Wise. Jay Wise, wow. Uh, Jay Red. Wise. Uh, Rez and Rez and uh, Ty Harper and no. Ty Harper were they were they the morning show? Yep, they were OTA live. They were OTA live, but um, tricks. But, but morning shows specifically though, because Mark and Gemini were were it for so long. Well, that's the thing because the morning show is the number to me one slot. number one slot mainly because everybody's riding the work. They need to yep. listen to something to get their ass up. They need to hype up. They need to just get going. You're gonna be that. For a generation, hopefully, you know, people of all ages are going to be driving to work. Not yeah. everybody's using satellite radio. I'm shocked that this many people still listen to radio. Brother. Like, it's very interesting that like I feel they would I, they would listen to it more if they had better curation. Yeah, and, that, and that's why you can't, people you, have been here. saying that. And like the the um, just listening to other morning shows. Like I remember listening to Kiss. And Roz and Mocha Roz in the morning. In the morning, they've in the been doing morning. it fourteen years or something like that, right? And um, it's always Indian guys, <laughs> right? Shout out to Indian guys, but it's always Indian guys. There's always an Indian guy on the on the radio station. Um, what's it called? There's a, somebody that called in, a black woman, called in and was like, "Oh yeah, this is my new station. Um, you know, my other station I was listening to." They don't have people anymore. It's just like music playing, so blah, blah, blah. And Rosmoke was like, what's, what was the station you used to listen to? Knowing good and well. Knowing good and well <laughs> what that station oh, was. Oh, we got Station Wars, and they, baby. And she, was like, she was like, oh, I'm uh, 98.7. And uh, Roz like, never heard of it. I was like, bet. 
<laughs> yo, you know me. I love a little competition, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, I hey love yo, Ross. Little competition, hey, yo, man. Yo, Mocha. Do 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 do. So we'll we'll see if they if they Watch know out. who we are uh, by the end of the year. We'll see if if that's the same if that's the same answer. Hey man, uh, we're talking seasoning. Yeah? Hey man. Hey man, those those are heavy statements. <laughs> they they they. We're not talking that that old bland seasoning. Oh, uh, you know the Wonder Bread. The Wonder, <laughs> yo, you guys are. Whoever was the mastermind behind that marketing, yo. Keyword mastermind. Shout out mastermind, yo. yo. Mastermind. Big up mastermind. You know what I'm mastermind. <laughs> Big up mastermind. But huge. yeah, man, that was huge. Yeah, we, we we just wanted to make a statement coming out the gate. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, I'm a morning person, so I'm not gonna be grumpy on the radio. I'm not gonna be, you know, bad mouthing my ex or anything yeah, like that yeah. on the radio. You know? <laughs> well, you gotta be the one to wake everybody up. So yeah, you're the yeah, voice of yeah. you're, you're everybody's like. We have a lot of dope button. segments, especially for people that um that are gonna be fun every morning. So. Yo, you're Looking gonna have a, to you're gonna have your own like morning tagline, like where everyone's gonna be. I've like, been thinking <laughs> about that. I've, I've been <laughs> thinking about like Which if I do a, a morning like a, I say the same thing like you know uh, DJ Envy's like DJ Envy yeah, yeah. Angela Yee, Charlamagne God to be on the Breakfast Club. It's like, like Bob Saget, wake up. <laughs> Good, Good more morning, morning Vietnam <laughs> every morning. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what are you gonna be doing? <laughs> I don't know. Still, I'm thinking about it. God suck ya. That'd be so lit. Oh my god. Oh but then my imagine god. walking around and everybody's like, hey. Apparently I can't have a soundboard, it. so. No soundboards. If that I, means no, I can. Vo- I can. Oh, you can. I can have a soundboard. <laughs> Problems. Go love your mother. <laughs> imagine. But um, yeah, man, that's gonna be is exciting. It was crazy seeing the reaction. I just wow. Like Thank you to everybody that hit me up, messaged me, like, my phone for a day and a half. My phone, my Instagram currently will not let me use it because it thinks I'm spam. I can't like anything. Wow. <laughs> All I can use is DMs wow. and Insta story. <laughs> I can't wow. Wow. It thinks I'm spam. There's so much, like, people I was trying to reply to and, and get back to. It sucks. It was just a lot, but... Um, I don't know why Instagram is being weird right now. Like, I can't... Like, when I try to send something to, to, to wifey, like, I type in her name and, like... It's twenty like names down. I'm like, why is she so far down? Like, she's one of the people I message most. Why would she be so far down? Like, yeah, no. There's too much people weird. on Instagram now, man. Yeah, it's all the titties. So much more titties now. Wait, titties is just titties. you could just get titties anywhere now. Back in the day, you know how hard you have to work for a titty. They had to be on know. MSN Messenger four hours, <laughs> four yeah. hours minimum. Yeah. All right. You've been you've been working working your way in trying to <laughs> trying to get to the show me yo <laughs> show on, me yo nipple. What about the Bay catalogs? You know what Bay I'm saying? Bay catalog. Oh, you like, going hey, way back. Oh my god, Sarah's catalogs. Sarah's catalogs. Just looking for for the lingerie section, for the yeah. bra section, hoping to see an outline of a little something. That's why I don't get why niggas don't like feminism. Like feminism is the greatest thing that ever happened to men. <laughs> they working now. It's a two income household. <laughs> <laughs> that shit helps. <laughs> they still cooking. <laughs> if you laid it down properly, they still cook. <laughs> they, <laughs> they can, you at least split it up. <laughs> mm. You at least half and half on the cooking. 
Minimum. So now you you still not cooking that much. <laughs> she paying some of the rent, <laughs> right? There's titties everywhere. Free the nipple. So much titties. There's titties everywhere, nigga. Not even titties. You can see pussy everywhere. It used to be titties for a couple years. It was like you can see some titties, mm. but now you can see box all down the timeline. You can see someone you went to high school with selling the box four ninety nine. Yeah. Bitch doing a 70% off yeah. on OnlyFans. It's $4.99 already. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? But I mean, <laughs> what do you mean 70% off? $4.99? <laughs> on the flip side, I mean like <laughs> that's that's actually 70% off $4.99. <laughs> What's that? What's the math on that? What's the math? <laughs> that's like a dollar thirty. <laughs> A dollar thirty oh titties right there. Oh my Damn. god! Why are titties only a dollar thirty? <laughs> For the price of a donut, oh, you can see shit. some titties. Uh, but on the flip side, like, oh, I'm in the top zero point one percent. Yeah, it's a dollar thirty. <laughs> inflation, inflation. You know. Oh, I'm crying. Oh, oh that's crazy. <laughs> A dollar thirty titty. Oh, a dollar thirty titty. That's cheap. That's cheap. Holy man. shit. <laughs> that's sixty-five cents a titty. But that's the thing. The more <laughs> it's because <laughs> <laughs> the more you bring it down, sixty-five cent a titty. Oh my god. <laughs> and then how much? Because wow. like if the how Stamps much <laughs> cost more than titty. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Okay, but of the titty, if you were to divide the 65 cent per titty, how much does the nipple cost as opposed oh, to the rest the of the titty? titty? Yeah, no, nah, that got to be about 5 cents, 15. <laughs> so f- Maybe the nipple costs more than the rest yeah, of the breast. Yeah, the nipple costs more. We're going to put 30 cents on it. <laughs> <laughs> Spread the rest around. You know, if, it's a 65, if it's 65 cent titty. Per square titty. I would say 40 cents would be. Every cubic titty. Would be nipple. 25 cents would be the rest What's of the, the titty. What's the radius? <laughs> what does the mm. radius cost? Havana ginger would have some really expensive. <laughs> oh shit! Havana t- ginger's nipples. Oh man, gotta be about fifty cents each. Those are some expensive ass pepperoni, <laughs> New York pepperonis. Yeah, right especially there. near the end of the month when they gotta put the sale on. Mm. <laughs> Textured. <laughs> red <Right> new. <laughs> gotta get that red in. God damn! I'm dropping the price. Seventy percent though, it's crazy. <laughs> for the first twenty-five lucky guys, <laughs> holy shit! Seventy percent off. Red do be getting man. you to Naples, brother. Oh my god! Speaking of radio, <laughs> Cat Williams. Ooh, Uncle Shay. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Shay. Thank you, Unc, for that classic, classic interview. Um, what's it at now? Look it up. Look how much. It, what, what's the last I saw? It was like five mil. Fifteen mil. Fifteen. Fifteen mil was the last number that I saw. I've watched it three times over. So like. You watched it three times. Yeah. The whole thing. Not the whole thing. I just I keep on trying to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. But like I just. I'm in it and out. was so good, it's bro. It's just so it's so compelling the like way he talks, minute. man. Every minute of it. What? Thirty nine million. Tripled. 39 million? 
What's crazy Off is... Off word of mouth? Dog. What's crazy is I feel like a lot of people didn't even know what he was talking about, but because people, you know, were talking about it so much, they were like, let's, figure, let's see what this is all about. Well, comedy is also, like, people underestimate how large comedy is. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're talking about the top, top dogs, they can sell out a stadium more than artists. Like, Chris Rock can do five nights at Madison Square Garden, no problem. Sell it yeah. all out. Like, these guys go to Europe, sell out O2 Arena, no yeah. problem. Like, comedians are huge. Yeah. Like, huge. <laughs> and so... But just like music, there's always going to be the people that, you know, could only do... You know, small venues, and then the people that are stadium status. Yeah, and and comedians the same way because there's only like the top few that can do that. Cat Williams is also culture, though. He is. He, he is. is culture, and he doesn't talk often, which is key to this. I can't remember the last Cat Williams interview. The only other one I remember was Joe Budden, and that was during the pandemic. It was over Zoom. That's the last Cat Williams interview I've seen. Mm. And the one before that was the radio one where he cut that lady up. Oh, and just with her gnarled fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he ate her shit. And oh, he said, man. "You big on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably talk. We should probably shouldn't be talking about size. <laughs> you big on the radio." I was like, "Oh my god!" But he doesn't talk much, yeah, right? Yeah. And so he's had some pretty big years recently. Yeah. Um, nominated for an Emmy for Atlanta. No, he won. He won. He, he won, won, he won an Emmy for that role in yeah. Atlanta, one episode. The unk. Um, and it's almost like I, right now, I feel like we're almost seeing like a Soldier Boy moment. You remember when Soldier Boy said, I was the first to do this and I was the first to do that? And then people started finding the receipts yeah. of him actually being the first to do a bunch of different things. Like, oh, this guy's not crazy at all. <laughs> You're seeing that now from the uh, reaction to this. This interview, like mm. the amount I didn't re- I didn't know that Cat Williams, his opening bit that from Pimp Chronicles where he comes out to hustling and he does a whole hustling bit where he's like, "You put that song on, you work it, you doing laundry or some shit." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's in GTA Four. I had no idea. Wait, the that whole bit, bit, the whole bit, is bro. G- he's acting it out exactly like he acts it out in real life. Wow. Leaning on the stool and everything, even the way he pulls the stool, like they got it down pat. That's so sick, dog. Do you know how goaded that have is? That in GTA as a comic. Four. Do you know how goaded that is, bro? Just your whole bit is wow. in GTA Four. That's legacy shit. I don't think there's a single comedian on the planet that could say that their, that has their, their bit, bit is in a video game. a video game. That's An insane, bro. game like GTA. This that's, man that's was signed to Dipset. Crazy. He put out music on Dipset as a label. Just talking? No, like rapping. <laughs> he no. was signed to Dipset when he did Pimp Chronicles with the green suit. This, this shit right everything. here, nigga? This shit right here, nigga? <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm just like, this is crazy that I'm just finding this out now. Pimp Chronicles is, for me, a top three special mm-hmm. yeah, of any comedy special ever. It is, is one of the most quotable. I got Russell Peters up there. Is that the one with Crypto Chronic Chronic? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got Russell Peters up there. I got Pimp Chronicles up there. And I got Killing Me Softly, mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle. 
Okay. As my top three specials. I don't know what the order is. Yeah. But those are the top three specials for me. Hmm. Russell Peters, we talked about already. <clears throat> to me, spawned YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> right? Pimp Chronicles, probably the most quotable <clears throat> special of all time. Other than Eddie Murphy, Delirious, I can't think of a more quotable special. Hmm. It's, it's up there. And when you ask a lot of people, when you put him up against a lot of people, put him up against Kevin Hart, people pick Cat Williams for the most part. For the most part. And I've seen even from this, like him saying Kevin Hart was a plant. Furthest thing from the truth. Yeah. I mean, Furthest I- thing from the fucking truth. Like, that's one person you cannot discredit their work and their work ethic. This is how petty I know Cat Williams is. Like... The fact that he's trying to show off how fast... I'm like, why, why is everyone so like determined to show off how fast he, run, he can run? And he's determined to show off how fast he can run, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> when, I just realized when Kevin Hart was running, he fucking tore his... He had an injury trying to sprint. And yeah. I was like, that's just a, another small flex to show I'm better than Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you see me Might running. Be. I can run and I ain't going to get no injury. I think he said he read 3,000 books a year at the age of eight. <laughs> 3,000 books <laughs> That's eight a books year? a day, nigga. That Yo, is do ridiculous. Do the math. It's, it's eight books a day. 356 days a year. Eight books a day. Eight books. Eight books a day. <laughs> yeah, he didn't tell us it was like ch- children's books. <laughs> Even <know>? still, <laughs> that's insane. That have four pages. I don't pages. think you could do magazines <laughs> that quick. Like, that is wild, bro. Three thousand. I'm like again, maybe three hundred. You're trying. Three hundred's cool, but even that's a lot. You know, insane dog, insane. Friggin', um, what else did he say? Yeah, he said three thousand books a day. He said he ran a forty and a four four. Or four two, four two, something like that. <laughs> so I was like, those. I was like, okay, cool. Then he gets into Steve Harvey. Yeah, I have exposes his hair, <laughs> which I never saw that old footage of Steve Harvey before um, the Steve Harvey show, and he's clearly balding. Yeah. in the back, and then when you look at the hair, you're just like, damn! Like when you really stare at it, you're like. Oh, I knew that shit was too perfect, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, that shit Lego was too head. perfect. <laughs> and then they pulled up a next clip, yo. The internet's the greatest investigators. Don't make them find out some shit about you because they'll go back and piece together every receipt, dog. They were pulling up everything possible. They pulled up a video of him um, talking about his old barber before he got famous. Yeah. And then when he got on Steve Harvey's show. Uh, he was paying them six thousand dollars a, a month. A month, and, and he, <laughs> as people who do here were like, "Yeah, that sounds about right for an install." <laughs> <laughs> like they broke down the math for an install, like, yeah. and they're like, "Yep, that's six, about right." Six thousand dollars, huh? Yeah, cool. And you so create that thing, and yeah, they did that. Then he's talking about um, him burning Bernie mm-hmm. for he's trying to. He called the Ocean's Eleven team and tried to, and try get, to get his his role, role in the movie. And, like, I never really took in how monumental that role was for Bernie. Like, wasn't he was the only after black that, guy on the whole cast. Yeah, right? but that's, a, like, an all-star cast, first of all, and he stood out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was just in the cast and was got shit because he was in the movie. He stood out. Right. Right? right. He, he held his own. And then after that, Charlie's Angels. You got mm-hmm. fucking uh, Mr. 3000. 
You got that movie with um, Ashton Kutcher, the remake of that old movie. Um, Guess Who's Coming Guess Who's Home. Coming Home. Yep. You got friggin' the Bernie Mac show. The Bernie Mac show, classic. So it's classic. like that role was huge mm-hmm. for him. And he bodied it and showed why he's a star and showed why he was the headliner at Kings of Comedy. And Steve didn't like that. It was Steve's, Steve's, it was Steve's show, Steve's tour. Yo, even the Mark Curry shit. Like, I never even oh knew that. Oh, my God. And I always wondered why, why. I'm like, how did a guy like, you know, Mark Cooper have his own show and just fall off the face of the earth? Yeah. He didn't have any. Like, it's not easy to just get your own sitcom. And you know it was a mean? good sitcom. And it was good. It wasn't like it just it was like a one season. It was like In the House or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it was but good. In the House was even all right in itself. No, because, well, no. Only, hold on. When I say it was good, it was good in the sense that there was, hasn't been another rapper to do it since for a Fre- reason. Fresh Prince. Right? For a reason. Not for a reason, because who else could do it? That's what I'm saying. For a reason. Right. Will Smith Lil, is an anomaly. <laughs> LL Cool J tried it. It was okay. And then anybody else after that, I was trying to think who could who could be another rapper that could. It would have to be someone corny. It would no. Because Will Smith was corny. He never swore. He was a family friendly guy already. I feel Ice Cube could have done it. I don't think so. I feel he's um, his acting is good enough for his movies, but not for a sitcom weekly. Do you think T.I. could have done it? Mm, no, just because he's too serious already. Too serious? That's what I'm saying. It's like, you see how Will was super corny? Parents mm. just don't understand. All those yeah. before Fresh Prince, it's like, yeah, it just makes sense that he would fit into that role. Tyler. And before him, who was it supposed to be? There was another per- It was supposed to be... Uh, Kid and Kid Play. And play. Kid and Play. That's that was supposed to be Fresh Prince. Factoid. And, and the fact that they turned it down because they they, they canceled their, their cartoon. Yes. That's messed up. They tried to strong arm <laughs> the studio, and the studio said, oh, yeah? Bet. All Got right. Will Smith. Hey, Jazzy Jeff, Will, come yeah. here. Fuck these kid and playboys over yeah. here. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Wow, what a way to fumble a bag. What a way to fumble. <laughs> I, dog, that was hit me in a deep depression, bro. Yeah. But even still, what... And I... So I, that means kid would... Um, so who would play would have been um, Will? Yeah. And Kid, kid would have been, been Jazzy, Jazzy Jeff. Jeff. But Jazzy Jeff probably would have had a bigger role. Yeah. Like yeah. he would have been in more. You know what I mean? Jeff wasn't even a good actor. But yeah. he's the best bad actor of all time. <laughs> like he should, he could have been in Shatas. Like <laughs> it was that level of acting. Like he was not good at all. If there you was something bad, endearing about it. You it's just loved so great. It. Yeah. Like, whatever, no matter how bad it was, you're just like, yo, I love this guy. It said he always had the same tone, no yeah. matter what. Like, no matter what he was talking about, is the same tone of voice. It was so hilarious. Even his scream when he's like, ah! <laughs> it's like in the same tone. I think, too, I think what helped him as well was Waldo on Family Matters. Oh. I think Waldo's character kind of prepped for that character to be like, okay. How do you have Waldo and Steve on the same show? That's like double nerd. Well, they didn't think that Steve was going to be on the show like that, remember? Right. He was just going to be the nosy neighbor that pokes his head in every once in a while. But first episode, man, fucking bodies everybody. They rewrite the whole season, the whole show. (laughs) And that's why the Harriet hated, they had beef. Yeah, him and yeah. um, him and Steve, her and Steve, because it, the show was originally supposed to be about her mm. and Carl, 
because she was on a show before that. Perfect Strangers. Where she was the elevator lady. Yeah, yeah. And so then now they did a spinoff and her husband's a cop or whatever. And it's supposed to be about them two. Yeah. And here comes this kid, steals the show. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's, put, he's being a dick behind the scenes already. So yeah, yeah. it was wild how much that set mirrored Fresh Prince. Mm. Because the same thing happened in Fresh Prince. The show's supposed to be about this family. Here comes Will, who completely steals the show. Yeah. And Aunt Vivian and him start beefing. Well, see, I, I guess that's the thing. They were like, let's try working class. Working class family didn't work. So yeah. like, let's try a rich family. Well, no, rich it worked. Family worked. Family Matters worked. I mean, Family Matters worked, but... Uh, it worked for a while, too. I guess so. Yeah. It I was on so. for a, a minute, bro. I remember that final episode where he goes how many to years space. <laughs> wait, what? You Urkel remember? went to space? Urkel goes to space. The final two episodes, he goes to space, and his his whoever he goes to space with gets knocked out and unconscious, and he has to bring the ship back to Earth, but he doesn't know how, and like a whole bunch of shit's going wrong, and Laura's watching, the whole world's watching mm -hmm. on like a live stream on TV. And you could see him in the in the plane, and he's like talking to them in the whole episode. And then he makes it back, and he comes back, and he's still in the astronaut suit. <laughs> <laughs> and Laura has been like freaking out for two episodes. And he walks in, and she just goes and kisses him, and that's how the, that's how the show ends. Oh man, it's, okay. it's so funny. Speaking of which, two things about the 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 supporting cast. So, one, I don't know if you saw how Eddie, the guy that plays Eddie. Who is now a freaky who was, was talking about <laughs> how like a super like head. He said he sucks dick better than super head. <laughs> he I said, God, better damn, head than Eddie. super head. I was like, yeah. Get his wins low. That's, that's the <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's not the you you totally, you know. That boy get his wins low. Did you not know what the point of dating Superhead was? Right? That's a that's but, a wow, that's pretty cool. But secondly, Laura, I, I saw a funny um meme asking uh who would you rather, you know, have your back as a girlfriend uh, if you're about to get into a fight? Mm. You know, what sitcom chick? Queen so Latifah. Like, there was Queen Latifah. <laughs> there was. There <laughs> Look was, at that. There was Pam. Yeah. From. Uh, oh. From yeah. Martin. Okay. Uh, there was. Uh, what's the girl from? If they're all dark skin, we gotta Mo fight. Monique's daughter. What's her name? Um, okay. Kim. 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 And the last Countess one. Vaughn? That's the craziest real name ever. Uh, <laughs> Countess <laughs> as your first name? Her name was Countess? Countess Vaughn. Countess Vaughn. I don't even I didn't really watch that show. That was the part. And she sings right? as well. Yeah. yeah. I remember she was on uh Arsenio Hall with, with uh Usher mm. back in the day. And she was like singing to him, serenading him. I was dying. <laughs> Laura was the last one. Laura, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm going with Queen Latifah. She bodying everybody, man. I feel like Pam would be good. Pam loud. Pam, because you know, know she got the, I don't know she got the hands. Bah, no, they show she was punching something. I forgot what scene that was when she was just going in. Just going she crazy. looks like she she could fight. Yeah, um, freaking. Um, speaking of Superhead, I went back and watched the tape. Hey, classic or no? Mid, mid. It's kind of mid now. Oh, see that's the thing. It's kind of mid now. That's she didn't. She she. This is the thing. I think back then when she did it, she was the, probably one of the first to do the the, the two hand pepper grinder, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. But now yeah. they now they all doing the two hand pepper grinder. <laughs> the game is evolved. That's standard. 
That, you know you what know? I mean? It's like looking back at Godfather. Yeah. Good movie. But I've seen this done better now. <laughs> yeah, it's that common case of when, you know, second be- base becomes first base now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. It's like looking back at uh, Buffy the Body's ass. And that used to be like, whoa, whoa. that's too much ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> Niggas used to be like, that's too much ass. I'm sorry. That's, that's too much cheeks. Now, now it's like, mm, mid. That's whatever. Seen it all before. See that Young and Eglinton. That's yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, shit. Young and Eglinton, by the way, cleared. Closed. Cleared. Or closed, not closed. Finished. Finished for the first time in 12 Opened. years. Opened. It only took 12 fucking years for one intersection. Well, we did it. We're here, Joe. People went to jail, came out, and it was still unfinished. Like we got 12 iPhones. <laughs> 12 iPhones. They started that shit. iPhone 3 created. was out. <laughs> the tech. Listen, if we, this was China, so that didn't shit even have would, a fingerprint yet. <laughs> if this was in China, that shit would have been done in 12 months. Okay. Like, it's. More it, like 12 minutes. I've seen the time lapse. <laughs> <laughs> More like 12 minutes. With that piano song playing. Yeah, crazy. But back yeah. to Cat Williams. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> how did we get here? Shout outs to Cat Williams. I think. What was it your was favorite response to his to his interview? Mine was the <sighs> Illuminati. Is anybody here in the Illuminati? Illuminati. <laughs> Are you in the Illuminati? You're definitely Eastside Gun. You're definitely in the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> the Illuminati. This nigga did a sixteen bar response <laughs> <laughs> to a podcast episode. Oh man. I'm beginning to think he has the tatism. <laughs> I think he can only rap. Does he rap only in uh in uh what was it? Constipation? Fast and Furious? <laughs> Does he talk normal? <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a bunch of white guys making fun of him. I don't know if you saw that video meme of like uh they just start screaming all these random things. Barbecues in a swimming pool. Oh, and just like West Side be- Gun? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about Ludacris. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about East Side Gun. No, 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 no. Ludacris. Luda. Illuminati. You didn't see his... Bo- oh, his- Illuminati. Oh, the Illuminati. Okay. Yo, the Illuminati. <laughs> you didn't see his response? Yeah. I- oh, yes. He was sitting there trying to rap, <laughs> being cool. I don't know. He still had... And-, and the funny thing is he had the braids. He had the pointy oh, yeah. ass uh, sideburns. He got to keep them in the Illuminati, remember? Yo, the fact that <laughs> Cat Williams said they brought them both to a house and said, all right, one of y'all choose who keeps the sideburns. Who keeps the sideburns <laughs> and the hair? That's the only way you get in. <laughs> yo, yo. Luda said, I'll get rid of the boss. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. 200 million. Right, two hundred million. Two hundred million. Apparently, two hundred million. Ten movies. Tw- did he say twenty movies? For twenty movies. Twenty movies. And was it ten? He said twenty movies. That's why the mathing wasn't mathing for math. He said mathing. twenty movies. So that means ten million a movie. What's the back end like on a movie? But that means he's at. He's like, how many Fast and the Furious is up? He's like ten. Maybe that's like, why there's so many. So ten. Times, you know, Yo, everyone's in the hole. <laughs> Fast and Furious. <laughs> it's like that nigga and uh, you got movie? served. Like y'all better pay me back. Mm. <laughs> they got to do twenty fucking Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, doing twenty Fast and Furious as a punishment is crazy. <laughs> 
That is so that crazy. That's your buy-in to the Illuminati? <laughs> All right, you got to give me 20 car movies. <laughs> 20, 20 Fast and the Furiouses. Can All we right. mix it up with some Need for Speed? No, I said. <laughs> Imagine Ja Rule comes out of nowhere and he's like, yeah, I was in the running too. He was pissed. He was pissed. <laughs> Did you notice I shaved my sideburns? He was pissed. He fucked, he fucked up his own bag by not doing the next movie. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. fucked up his own bag. They needed um, another rapper. Cedric the Entertainer was another person that Cat <sighs> called out yeah, for that. stealing a joke. The that, spaceship joke. That spaceship joke. When when you see it now, it's like it was obvious. Even and a lot of people were saying no sense was better. A lot of people were like, this ain't the same joke. And I'm like, come on. Don't <sighs> okay, the setup is not the same. What surrounds the it's, act it's out the is act. not the same. But the, any comedian will tell you that act out is the same. The act out is the same, bro. Same thing when they showed uh, uh, Steve Harvey uh, stealing the gas station bit. Same fucking shit. Sa different words, different setup, same act out. Same shit, man. Same on, act man. out. And the act out is the joke. Like, people think the yeah. spaceship and the alien, that's not the joke. The When you, when you copy the that's cadence. The joke. When you copy the <laughs> physical movements. Those, that's the joke. That's chore choreography. You're like, when you obviously take dance steps, you, you can't hide it. Yeah, it's these guys did that, and I was like, "Oh man," because and even even with Mark Curry, back to him, you start to listen to Mark Curry and how he talks, and you hear Steve Harvey, and you're like, "Oh my God, Steve Harvey really did take Mark Curry's flow." But even past that, like taking a childhood story and turning it into like, your own, like wrapped in poverty, especially like my struggle. Talking about and you talking about it like it's your struggle and your life and your experience, like that's nuts. That's pretty wild. Like, I don't know how people who aren't comedians view that, but as a comedian, that is a cardinal sin because I've seen people talking about uh, stock jokes. So, mm -hmm. like, there's a Bernie Mac joke where he's talking about um, uh, this kid who goes to the bus and the mom's like, you take that bus to school, make sure you don't miss it. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't sure if it was the right bus, but he has a stutter. And so he was asking the bus driver, he's like, <laughs> and the bus driver drove off. <laughs> and the next day he came back and he did the same thing. He's like, <laughs> and the bus driver drove off. And then he told his mom, bus driver keeps driving off. Every time I come there, and I'm trying to ask her if this is right. If this is the right bus, yeah. She's like, "All right, bet we gonna. I'm gonna go with you." She hid in the bushes. Bus driver comes back. Kid, do it again. <laughs> bus driver's about to drive off. The mom jumped out of the bushes. No, what the hell's wrong with you? Why you keep leaving my son off the bus? The bus driver said, "You keep making fun of me." <laughs> like it's such a good joke, but like it's one of those jokes that like your uncle tells. You know what I mean? Yeah. And comedians, I see in this discussion, I want to ask you, do you think that that's okay for a comedian to tell on stage? Stock jokes, where it's like, this has been passed down generation to generation. Your uncle said this at a party somewhere. Your aunt said this. It's not their joke. They heard it somewhere, too. Yeah. But they tell it like it's their own. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, there's, it's almost like, 
math formulas. There's different ways, like specific formulas to get to that answer. You yeah. Know what I mean? And I feel in comedy, people will still use that as long as they find a clever, clever way that's really, really far from how another person told it. But the problem is you can, when you break it down, you can be like, oh, it's just another one of those style of jokes. Exactly. You know, so in that sense, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, just because someone's done it before doesn't mean you can't do it. You, but if you are going to do it, just make sure it's undeniably good. Yeah. So it's like you're honoring that style of, of craft. Exactly. You know? Of crafting a joke. But like... Um, but then when you do it as good as Bernie did, now it's Bernie's joke. Even though it never was Bernie's joke. And Bernie doesn't even know who made the joke up. Mm. You know what I mean? It's one of those jokes that just travel. Because I've seen a skit. Mm. And it was actually a Jamaican skit of a dude with... Uh, the Bossy Face one? No, he, oh. he's, he's just on his phone, you know, and he's like, gets off the phone, whatever. He's yeah. And then he gets off and he's just on his phone. And some girl walks up to him and she's like, yo, you, you know, ask, standing by the bus, like, do you know the time when the next bus is coming? And the guy's just like, yo, just kind of like read or like figure it out yourself. Also, because he didn't want to talk because like, yeah. he's embarrassed of his voice. Right. And so like. Every time she's like, yo, come on, just tell me, like, why are you being an asshole? And he just didn't want to respond. So <laughs> she goes over to this officer, this police officer, or, yeah, like a security officer. And the security officer walks over, and she's like, yo, this guy won't talk to me. Like, he's being disrespectful. And the guy goes, mum, 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 mum. why are you, like, being disrespectful to this chick? So when he tries to respond, he's like, because, mum, 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 mum. I, Cause I, I, he's like, oh, you're dissing me, you're yeah. dissing me, <laughs> and they're like about to get into a fight, and then a cop comes over, he's like, whoa, 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 go on, go, 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 go on, <laughs> and they're like, oh fuck, we both can't say anything right now, we're we're both going, to yeah, jail. yeah. Right? So once again, that's like triple, yeah, triple down on that concept, Stock but done joke, yeah. even better, yeah, in a skit. Cool, it works. Yeah. But stand up for some reason because someone could say, oh, that guy does it the best or he did it the best in that joke. Well, he did it first. You know? It's not even about the best. It's just he did it first. That people know of, he mm -hmm. did it first. You know how many times I'm on Instagram, I'll see somebody, a comedian, mm -hmm. and they'll do my premise that I have written down. Yeah. I just wrote this shit last week. And yeah. I'm, I see it on, I'm like, Scratch. Just scratch that shit out, bro. So, like, because you know, no matter how good yours is, people are just gonna be like, he stole that from this person. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. And in a world of stand-up comedy, where you would think that like everything's been spoken about, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's really hard to not have the same premise as someone. And so, that's where it gets sticky for me. In terms of like people's quote unquote stealing, because some premises aren't hard for more than one person to arrive on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're all not living the most unique fucking lives where, where we can't parallel with someone else's life and I'm, be in the same situation as them. And I feel like that's why they want to tell a joke because they know it's relatable. A lot of people go through this. So exactly. let me people want to tell this joke. And if a lot of people go through it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use it as a topic of, of, of interest for everybody because we all relate. And a know? lot of people have now thought about it, yeah. which are, include comedians who are analyzing every part of life. So <laughs> now who does it the best? Who knows how to yeah. like take it? Because here's the thing. Some people 
go the, from here, from that concept to here, and, and it's the kind of obvious. Yeah. Now, how do you take it elsewhere and then make it about you again? Yeah. Like, and, and your perspective on it. But, Did you watch Chappelle's? Oh. You know what? I'm not going to lie. Watching it, I was like, I love how happy he is on stage. He just looked like young, a young comedian. Yeah. Again. Like, haha, look at me. I'm like... He looked way more loose, mad loose than bro. any other special I've seen. Yeah, but also to his detriment. Well, I, it was the worst special I've seen of him in years. Think about it like you haven't seen Kobe happy in a long time, but his final year, playing out. Sure, but it's not his final year. Well, I feel like Dave's got a lot of comedy left. He's got a lot of comedy left. A lot. I think he's gonna be telling comedy like Dick Gregory, like till he's like eighty something years old, and. Uh, the thing about him is he's getting predictable. Mm. The thing about comedy is that it's it's redirection. Mm. Redirection is the entire point of comedy. And when I know your formula now, you can't keep repeating that formula because you saw it work for three specials. I know that you're going to have a long, drawn-out story with jokes mixed in between that's going to parallel to something else that's a bigger issue. Mm. I see the I see the reveal before you even do it because you've done it now bare times. Yeah, when he still brings up the tranny, the tranny, sir, the trans stuff. Yeah, like, and that too. It to me, I'm like, as much as we, I get your point. We get your point. I'm like, why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You actually also proved your point. Like, I've normalized it now. See? It's an insecurity. It reads we, as an we, insecurity we, we, to we me. We spoke about it so much, and now it's normal. And it's, it's not surprising, which was kind of like the point. Now, look, transgender folk, I've made you normalized. You're part of the jokes now. Yeah. It's not funny anymore because we've already done it. And boom, we can move on. You know? Yeah, but, like, it's just forced. Like, I, I understand the first time he'd said it, right? Mm -hmm. The first trans joke he made i was like ah tongue-in-cheek i get it you're being facetious you're gonna just bring it up this one time and yeah. that's it right because that's what they're expecting that's why uh -huh. that's why those people who don't even like you are tuned in right now because they want to hear that so you give you gave it to them yeah but then he just kept going back even though he kept saying that he's not going there <laughs> he kept going back diminishing returns and it's like <laughs> Bro, like, we get it, bro. Like, we get it. You're beating a dead horse. Like, there's so many other shit. I was praying to God that this would be a Palestine 
Israel type special. Yeah, yeah. Where we hear his perspective on that because he always just has something very unique to offer. Yeah. In terms yeah. of stories, and it, it just didn't get there. Now, I will say the Andy Kaufman joke, probably the best joke. Yeah. Talking about Jim Carrey. Oh, that God. was probably the best joke out of all the the, the jokes in the special. That's what I long for. I love long for legendary stories, like legends talking about other cool stories with other cool legends. Mm. You know, Dave talking about Jim. But also Please. the parallel that he drew at the end. Yes. He was like, I thought I was talking to Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to Andy. Andy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? That's and like so he cool. makes it, he makes your confusion palatable. Mm-hmm. For people who don't know how to articulate the confusion that's going on with with them when it comes to gender and people now getting to choose their gender and th- th- these things just never existed 10, 20 years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, they probably did, but just not on uh, the scale that it is now, right? And another thing, too, is that transgender people, less than 1% of them, I looked this up. Less than 1% of transgender people regret their decision. Which means even the kids that are changing genders, for the most part, do not grow up to regret it. Which should tell people something, I feel like. Yeah. Like, there's something there. It's not like they, they're just throwing things up in the air and seeing if it works. But also, to be fair, how many of them are just forced to say that now? Also, yeah, mainly because I, my dick like, off. I can't say I regret this shit. <laughs> well, that and it's like you don't want to be, you know, pl- play the fool. You don't want to be like the one where like you're admitting. To, yeah, yeah I fucked you don't want to feed the statistic, you know, because you know how no, dangerous I'm, I'm, that is. I'm cool with it. But then you at that night, you're like, oh, what? Yeah, because you know how dangerous it is to go the other way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's because then they'll attack you for <sighs> can't for trust the numbers. Numbers do lie. And they're also fluffed up because they're only testing a certain amount of people and then doing the uh, ratio or multiplying it by however. It's like a census. Yeah, like a thousand people. Thousand. This relates yeah. to a billion. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> One oh, of really? those, yeah. Um, yeah, there's, a, there, there's more in this Cat Williams interview. It was a beefy, meaty interview. <laughs> and I love how Shay, <laughs> Shay was just, you know, continuously sipping, just... Continue. I really don't think he had more. <laughs> I really don't think he had more. I don't think he could handle Cat Williams. He couldn't. That's why like, he kept on drinking. No interviewer I've noticed can really handle him. He becomes the interview. You don't interview Cat Williams. You just yeah. listen to him speak. Well, like he he uh, he derailed the interview to a point where he had to keep redirecting it back to Shannon for him to do his job. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you just. Do you think? When you hold on, see how we're talking right here? Mm. If out of nowhere, mid conversation, I was just like, let me tell you something, Martin. Yeah. It's the way My he talks. Yeah. New Year. Yeah. Like, it's like, now you're commanding the show. This is now the Cat Williams show. There are certain you know? people that speak so <laughs> prolifically, like, that you're drawn to it. Like, you have to, you're like, I need to hear what comes next. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is not going to be normal. The perfect, perfect example of when you get, when you're even when you're wrong, you get your point across. But I can't mm-hmm. be around those people long. No, like Cat Ooh. Williams. Uh, 
Imagine being his girl. That no, must be exhausting. Not, you can't be around. <laughs> you can't be around that Cat Williams when he's in that mode. I'm sure he's not that guy all the I time. I hope not. Because if he is, to have dog, to, I could not be around you when I ask you a question and you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, boo boo. Listen, Shannon. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Be, every time, nigga, what do you want to eat? <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. want, I just want to know what you want to eat. Like, this is crazy. I doubt he's like that, though. I all the not. time because you know to have ten adopted children or what nine adopted children, one your actual child, mm. and then having all this this huge empire, all this money, and all this people working under you, like I highly doubt you talk like that to every single person. How can you? How can you try to villainize a man that has nine adopted children? Exactly. That vo- he voluntarily. He said, brought I'm on gonna nine share, lives into his fortune. I'm going to share with you my riches. That's a good person. I don't care what you like, is, unless it's a tax write off that's crazy that I don't know about. Imagine he's making money off each kid, <laughs> and that's the true reason for his riches. <laughs> my man gets 10000 a month. He gets 1000 a month for each kid. That'd be incredible. 10000 a month. <laughs> that'd be the biggest the- reverse Uno card ever. But also, like, Every story that's come out since this interview has been him standing on business mm. and being a thou wow, like being a real nigga yeah. behind the scenes without yeah. asking for any props. Friggin' Dion Cole made a video saying, I want to I want everyone that's ever gotten some shit from Kat to make like a tweet or a video or something. And we need to find out how much money this nigga is giving away because he has, he's giving away a shit ton of money. Like, he remembers what, a night where he did a show at Comedy Store. And after the show, people coming up to him saying, Good job or whatever. And this girl comes up to him, says, Good job, hands him an envelope and just walks away. And he didn't really check the envelope. He thought it was like a phone number or something. And when everybody left and he went to the green room, he checked the envelope, and it was $1,000. And he's looking for the girl. He can't find the girl nowhere. So now, now he goes, tells this other comedian the story. The comedian's like, yo, that happened to me too. Cat Williams was at my show. And he put $1,000 in an envelope, gave it to a girl, and she brought it to me at the end of my show. And he's like, god damn, it was Cat wow. Williams. And Cat apparently has done this multiple times. There's this other random comedian on Twitter that was like, yo, I'm about to vouch for Cat Heavy. I was a nobody. He saw me at this random club. He was like, yo, kid, you're going places. You are really good. Um, I'm going to bring you on tour with me one day. And like a week later, hit him up. And was like, yeah, come on tour. Made him the most money he's ever made in his entire career. I heard you get 300K going on tour. Just crazy, bro. And now the latest person going on tour with him is Kevin Hart's ex-wife. Torrey Hart is now opening for Kevin Hart. I mean, Cat Williams, sorry. While still <laughs> using his last name. I mean, I get that. It's like you changed all your documents and shit, and now you got to change it back. Like, it's just a lot. What was her name previously? I don't know. Oh, you can go back. It's not hard. It is. Hard. It's not about it hard. It's a hassle. You had to change all of that 
when you got married. You had to change bank cards. You got to change passports, uh, health documents, insurance. It's a lot of stuff to change, bro. My mom did it. That's simple. Sure. She, she got you want to go through money, that. She can pay lawyers to do that shit for I don't her. see a point. You probably make more money with the heart name. I know, but that's just a straight, like... She I'm wrote gonna, his jokes. Oh, did she? I guess, I guess in a sense let's, that, let's like... Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk game. So we're talking, so the, life, the life that they was living was the inspiration to the jokes, or... You think verbatim they'd be talking? He, she says something. She funny. helped. Like, Ooh, I'm gonna write. He this has down. gone on record saying that she helped write his jokes. She's also a comedian. He, she helped write his jokes when he was coming up. You know what? I would give wife. I give wifey a credit. She does a lot of. She, she does a lot of shows. I went on her page. Oh, so she actually. She's a comedian. Up. Comedian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A comedian. Okay. Comedian. Like she does a lot of shows. Really. Yeah, but first, it's a big what, time which wife? Too. First, second, third? I guess his first wife. His first wife. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. So she, w- was she married to him when he was a uh, when he was a nobody? L- when he was low cap the bastard. Yep. <laughs> yep. Which is she crazy that people bastard. would say that he was a plant, bro. Like this man came up on the East Coast doing a Philly, Boston, New York, Philly, New Boston, Jersey skirt circuit, York, East Coast circuit, Rhode Island, Detroit. And he came up with Patrice O'Neal, Bill Burr, and Keith Robinson. Don't play with that, man. Craig. Keith. Keith? Yeah. Oh, the dude that has his own show? Um... No. Well, he has a show in New York at, no, the, co- at the Comedy Center. No, there's this one guy that had his own comedy like show, and there was a bunch of comedians. It was like a comedy talk show. Uh, Colin? Something. Was it Craig? Colin Quinn? Colin Quinn. Was it Colin Quinn? The, uh, hard Talk or... True Talk, something like that. Some, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a round table with comedians, and Patrice was on it a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, but he was he was part of that class. Yep. Yeah. Kevin Hart was a part of that on that show. Tough Crowd. That's what it's called. Tough Crowd. Tough Crowd. Tough Crowd. Yeah. And Kevin Hart was a part of that show as well. Mm-hmm. Bobby mm-hmm. Kelly. A lot of those guys. So, yeah, man. Kevin and he Hart held his own. He's far from a plant. Yeah. Plus, we watched it on the internet. This guy did Laugh My Pain. That was the first one that went super crazy. And huge quotable, another one of my top 10, and my top 10 specials. So then he did Seriously Funny, which is another banger. Mm-hmm. Then the movie started coming, and he was, the first social, he was the first comedian to really embrace social media. Like, he was the one going on, uh, what was it? He did uh, that freestyle battle with Super Hot Fire. Remember Super Hot? Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was the one, he was posting every day on mm-hmm. social media, okay. every day on Twitter, every day on Instagram. He had the Nike campaigns that he started on Instagram. He got people jogging with him, like, by the thousands in different cities through social media and using social media. All his movies, when he started doing, like, six movies a year, he's doing movies and promoting them all through social media, doing contests where people can come watch the movie with him. He was like the was first flooding, actor to do sure. that. He was flooding the. He's the killing screens, social media, sure. killing it. Yeah. So killing movies, like he, he he had his foot on the gas, like he hasn't let up. And so for anyone to call him a plant is crazy. His work ethic it speaks for itself. I know, you know, if Cat says you know he is the pimp that he is, mm-hmm. and he has the attitude of a pimp, he thinks like a pimp. Rah 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 rah. He's so convincing. With anything he says, 
like a pimp would be. Well, it's not even just him. It's just yeah. what it, people around him say as well. That too. Like women washing his car. And <laughs> like I've heard some crazy stories about Cat. And I really do believe him because he commands a room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have to have that Very, charm, charisma. That Napoleon complex he's got is real the, with him. He's got a large, extensive vocabulary. Like he was the first TI speaking TI person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he'd be using big words that you would not <laughs> expect him to use and saying it so funny because of his voice. Like the equanimity. <laughs> so he's a very smart guy. Yeah, and yeah. he's charming. He's funny. We already know co comedians get the pum pum. Like yeah. that's just what that's just we can just laugh our way into the pum pum. Ha ha knock knock. Remember <laughs> pum pum. <laughs> Remember when his teeth were all busted? In uh, or his teeth were different in Friday. No. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't really have teeth at the top. Yeah, it was crazy. I, the story was his one of his adopted children was playing with his chain while he was holding him and dropped it on his teeth, bust out his teeth, bust out his teeth. Yeah. And he didn't have teeth for a little bit and had to wear, wear some like fake ones. Yep. On, on the show, that's crazy, man. Wild man. Wild. His life is is not as like. It's epic, and I, I didn't realize it until he came out again and started talking about Sometimes it. Sometimes you got to remind niggas, bro. You know, and you're like, oh, my God. Sometimes this you got to remind niggas. Up there. Like, the Steve Harvey beef started with him being in the mall with his adopted children, two of them, and they saw Steve Harvey. They're like, oh, that's Steve Harvey. Can we go get a pic autograph picture? He's like, yeah, go ahead. So they went to go get an autograph, and Steve Harvey said, no, <laughs> I'm not doing autographs. And they ran back, and he's like, tell them, tell them you Cat Williams' children. And they're like, my daddy Cat Williams, blah, blah, blah. He's like, who the fuck is Cat Williams? Ooh. And then the, it next, happened to the, then the next year, my friend was at this show, 2008, in Detroit. Mm. Big arena. Ah, uh, yes, the battle. And the comedy standoff. It wasn't really. It wasn't even really a standoff. He made it a standoff. Well, yeah, well, because that's no, there's always an unofficial standoff <laughs> in, in behind comedians' minds. Like, that like nigga I want to be the best. Torched tonight. him. Torched him. Because he had to follow, right? He well, he followed, but Steve apparently was talking to somebody in the audience in an arena for like ten minutes, bro. An Dumb. arena, dummy. Not a club. Yeah. An arena. Yeah. Talking to someone in the audience for 10 minutes of your set. There's no point. That's uncalled for. 10 no seconds, No one can maybe, hear them. But not 10 You got to repeat everything they just said, and that's less <coughs> funny. Like, that's so bad. I can't, I can't imagine. And so Kat went up there and torched him. Torched him for 10 minutes yeah. off the top of his set. And <coughs> it was all because of what happened a year before. And he's been on his neck ever since. Ever since. It's so crazy, bro. I'm glad, though, he brought it to light because there's a lot. Because Mark Curry deserved his flowers. A lot of people deserve their flowers. I was heard about the, the, the Cedric, the entertainer shit, because I love Cedric. But, like, a lot of things made sense when he said it. I, but, I couldn't tell you, know, you a single Cedric uh, special or joke. I couldn't either. I just find him very entertaining. I love him as, yeah, as an actor. He's I think just a he's lovable so human. great. Yeah, like it, like Steve Harvey show. He was the show for me. I loved him in that show. He was I loved so him great. In, oh, what are the other movies he's in, man? Fuck. He's done a bunch of movies. Like, um, what was the what was the funeral one with uh, Martin, where he's his like 
oh no, Roscoe. Roscoe, um, Roscoe comes home or some shit like that. Mm. Or Martin Lawrence is like super famous and he comes home to like the family reunion. The Marble Shop. Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer is his like mm. his op brother. <laughs> mm. It was so good, yo. Cedric the Entertainer is great. Um, another thing he brought up was niggas essentially putting on dresses as comedians. Like he brought up Martin trying to put him in a dress mm. for Big Mama 2, Big Mama's House 2. And um, he's like, nigga, you put on a dress for the first one. Why you got to put on a dress for the second one? Yeah. And he turned it down, and it ended up being Brandon Jackson, Brandon T. Jackson. Yeah. Who then did an interview years later and said that was the worst thing he's ever done and ruined his career. Yeah. Because his baby mom left him and blah, blah, blah. Niggas, take accountability. Yeah. The movie yeah. had nothing to do with that. <laughs> It's just a bad movie, man. I laid on some car payments and shit. Like, I'm like, nigga, that, is, that was you. Because personally, I seen him. Lewin brought him um, for a comedy show. Yeah. It was him, me, four y'all, Spoken Reasons. Was that the same one? And Brandon T. Jackson. And uh, Brandon T. Jackson was, was headlining. Did the last, the last like 20 minutes, half an hour. It was horrible. Is the convention center one? Yeah. <sighs> Horrible. I, I didn't realize he was the one. Very, very bad. And he he bombed too. He bombed. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> and so, but people saying this black men in dresses thing, and that the agenda is to emasculate black men. And for a long time, but I didn't really question do, do it. it too? But now I'm like, yeah. Now I'm like, this doesn't really make much sense. There are, I can count way more white men that have put on dresses in TV and movies. And they do it comfortably. For way longer. Yeah. Bruh, up until the 1700s, women weren't allowed on the stage. <laughs> so it's a common so practice were, to, to, to dress up as the women. Men were dressing up as the women. Yeah. And so it's not, and also mm. we got to take in. I think this is the major factor in this whole theory, right? The major factor is black men's homophobia and white men's gay culture within straight men. Straight white mm. men love doing gay shit, and we yeah. know it. They tap each other's balls. They show each other their dicks for no reason. Niggas will kiss at a party yeah. for fun. Yeah. Niggas will touch dicks for fun. White Patrick, I'm looking. I'm looking at you. I, you, I know you know some of these white boys that have done some of this shit. All right, all right. I'm not gonna lie. White boys, there's nothing gay until I actually fuck you. Like that is like the white boy rule. Whereas gay men, we have the pause game. Like we can't. You can't even say some gay shit. So it's like I think the the. The difference between those two cultures, because I heard somebody saying, oh, so why don't white men have to do this to get by? I think the, the perspective is that they're doing it to get by. But if you change your perspective to white guys just think gay shit is funny. It's just humor to them. It, it's just funny. And it's not just white guys, because Filipino humor, all, they do that shit all the time, bro. I think, and, it's, and to them, it's not gay. It's just like, okay, here's a... Fucked up story. Mm. And I was just dying with my girl, just telling her. And she's like, 
wait, this is not cool. <laughs> so when I was younger, five, six years old, my uncles, okay, funny Filipino men, just they would tickle you, right? Tease you, do all this shit, like torture you kind of like. Yeah. You know? Mess around with you. My uncle did that. Right? But there was this one time I could recall where they held me down, held my hands up, held my legs down, pulled down my pants. They're like, ah, oh, are you growing, are you growing hair yet? And then you start flicking my dick. Like, huh? Is it working? Is it working? Huh? Huh? And then tickle me, tickling me. And I'm like, ah, oh, let me go. And they let me go and they're just all laughing. I pull up my pants and they're like, okay, go play. And I go and play. And then as I was telling my girl this, I'm like, yo, my uncle's molesting me, <laughs> right? But they didn't molest me in no sexual way. They were doing it as a joke. And that's like a weird fucking joke that happened in the late 1980s. But... <laughs> <laughs> It, I don't look back at them and be like, yo, do you, I can't believe you guys did that to me. Even though I'm still, I, I'm actually, I can't believe you guys did that to me. But I, I'm not like fucked up over it. You know what I mean? But now that I think back, I'm like, oh my God, Unks. You guys took it too far, man. What the hell? That was, that was weird. <laughs> Your face, bro. <laughs> yo, I, <laughs> I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. First of all, what? <laughs> Second, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Second, it's I understand what you mean because, like, yo, it's the action that happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> yo, it's not like they grabbed it. Yeah. It's not like they stroked it. Yeah. They're like, they oh, flicked it. it. Like, Do you know how hard it is <laughs> to get someone? Sympathy for a flick? Yeah. Like, just is saying, it working? Hi. Just saying my uncle flicked my dick yeah. is not grounds for me to be like, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Well, what was the context? You know? Weird. But it was fucked up. Yeah. But it's. Okay. Now, back it's to so weird. It's so weird when it's family. But, and yeah. And back to weird Filipino family humor. I had a cousin in the Philippines that got circumcised at like 13 years old. And he 13? Had, yeah. It's That's weird, late. Right? He, he sat in an ice bucket. They gave him a shot of gin. Then he went. Shot of gin? At 13 years old. Okay. He had a turtleneck for 13 years. 13 years. And they said, Finally wife just beater. the little boom. That's crazy. Sliced it off. Okay. That is he had, crazy. He had a dick bandage. Okay. <gasps> And he had to, like, he was wearing, you know. He was awake? He was awake, bro. That's why he was sitting in the ice bucket just numbing his shit. He had to watch it. Anyways. This is your, he, is your cousin? This is my cousin. What is, the, okay. Your family and penises have an odd relationship. So he's walking around the village now, okay, with his legs like a, like a, crab like a frog. Crab walk. Yeah. Exactly, right? And he's got the bandage kind of like coming oh, to, coming out the side of his God. his shorts, right? Because he pulls it to the side just to make sure like it's okay. Oh Jesus! And people, all boys, girls, aunts, uncles, little nieces, cousins would all like just do this thing where they'd walk up and go, oh, huh. you know, go to flick, oh right? Oh my like, God! Oh, okay, okay, no, everybody was in on it. Dick trauma is crazy. So it's not even like it was just my uncles doing like it's like the fact Flicking that the dicks whole dicks is just in the fam, right? Because you know how white people just be like, oh, they'll you know snuff you. But in the your balls. fam is flicking, right? And they, you know, oh, but they, is they that a Filipino it, thing or is that just your like your fam flick? 
a flick in Filipino is called patek. You know, a patek. On your backpack. Your patek on your tete. on your backpack. Not your peck, your tete. But yeah, man. So I'm not saying it's like, it's a creepy thing. It's just weird and odd. And that's, yeah. Y'all families be flicking dicks? Hold on, come on. Okay, man, come on. He'll flick you in your third eye. That's why he takes flicks, man. What do you mean? Oh, flick for a flick. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Weird story. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry, brother. You didn't do it. Let's go. Show me where they flicked you. Show me where they flicked you is crazy. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't understand the whole dress thing. Um, like for a while, I was like, yeah, there's an agenda. For me, I know I stopped doing Marlisha just because of how I thought people were perceiving Toronto black women, right? And I didn't that character because of humor wasn't gonna have any redeeming qualities. Like it's just straight humor right mm. and imagine they dig that up later in life and we're like see he gave his soul early yeah that's fine you know? <laughs> that's fine because i know the truth and i know how i understand how easily a story can be swayed and, mm -hmm. and turned you know what i mean which is why you got to take things with a grain of salt but also uh i think that um there's like a culture around hating women or being annoyed by women, that when men play woman characters, they're never like a smart, intelligent, calm woman. It's always the loudest, most rambunctious, confrontational, annoying, um, rude woman. I can't, like the only man that played a woman that was not like that Miss Doubtfire. That's it. Miss Doubtfire. I was and thinking about that. That's because that nigga did that for his kids. Yes. <laughs> right? You had to be proper. But every other playing of a woman. Mm. White chicks. Has, has been either for survival or to make fun of them. So there's, there's men that dress up as women to escape something, escape a situation. Mm. Or to escape, Ju yeah, just to escape Juana the situation. Man. But for the Juana Man, definitely derogatory. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Juana Man is a title. That <laughs> come on, <laughs> like, mm. it's, what yeah, else no. Is there? What other movies are there? There's a lot. White chicks. Yes, that was what I was thinking. White Kevin chicks. Hart on SNL. Big yeah. Mama's House. Norbit. Who is the Clumps? Yeah, but who? Yeah, I'm trying to find who is the one. Shanene, Wanda. Respectable. Like, I can name you 25 disrespectful for any one respectful you could find. I guess because dressing up as a respectable woman isn't the point of the comedy. Ving Rames. That's another one. Ving Rames dressed up as a woman, but was not playing like a derogatory or ratchet version of a woman like he was really playing a woman hmm. tootsie is that another one i think tootsie was that tom hanks dustin hoffman that's who it was yeah tootsie's another one 
But isn't Tootsie another one for survival? Yeah, no. Well, what what about um, what about a uh, two Wong Fu? Thanks for everything with uh, John Leguizamo. Uh, it was John Leguizamo, Wesley Snipes, and who was the last? Oh yeah, what? Wesley Snipes. Woody Har- was it Woody Harrelson? Maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah it was the, the th- all three of them dressed up as women. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably like, the first interracial dressed yeah, as a woman. Yeah. What a name though! Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Yeah, no, I don't, I've never seen it. Don't know, but yeah, no, I don't know. Um, moving on, Epstein list dropped. Mm, quite the guest list, man. Epstein list dropped. Um, Which one surprised you the most? Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hawking definitely was the one that surprised me the most. Come on. He, uh, for lack of a better word, stood out. Um, <laughs> that nigga. <laughs> for a guy that can't stand, he really he, did stand He stood up. out, yeah. man. They said that nigga had little people writing equations on a board naked. Mm. <laughs> Yo. Write two plus two is four. Like, that is crazy, <laughs> bro. That nigga. <laughs> That nigga's getting hard off the computer voice. That's so crazy. And, and <laughs> the, oh, man. The wish stroke? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The disabilities. That's the first place my mind went to. And he, the list wasn't out yet. That nigga was psychic. Yeah, no. But that, that, Stephen that, Hawkins. But at, at least it was, it was nice to know that Epstein had, like... You know that. Please, I gotta see where this is going. <laughs> he had the ramps ready. You know, at least. He was, <laughs> <laughs> the island inclu- was, was wheelchair accessible. <laughs> it was accessible. That's, That's fucking amazing. That nigga, he <laughs> was inclusive. <laughs> he was inclusive, man. You know, I, he was really trying to like cater to everyone, right? Yeah, well, and, and yeah, their, yeah. And, you and can, you can say that. You can say that. Right. Um, no, I, math equations getting you horny is crazy, though. Mm-hmm. He might have had to. He might have had a touch of the tism. Hey man, he loved he loved the good challenge, right? <laughs> Algebra get, is hard, but getting you hard—that's crazy. Mm. <laughs> Yo, um, the memes the memes for Steve Hawking have been killing me. Yeah, those. Uh, oh my God, they had one where uh, Forrest Gump came out the braces. <laughs> <laughs> They're like when, when Steve Hawking got to the <laughs> island, I was dying, bro. The, the a picture of like the long equation being taller than the midget itself. Like, <sighs> well, he's just sitting there. Watching. The only like, time Rrr. you can punch down on a man in a wheelchair is well, when the only other time you can yeah. punch down on a man in a wheelchair is it, when they're it's, physically it's when he's a pedophile. <laughs> He's got to be a pedophile And he's got to be a pedophile for little people This is mm. like That's crazy well, what, is, what is that called? I don't know A li- what little file? Do we trust people that date and marry Little people? Hmm. Is that, yeah, because is that a fetish? Is that a preference? Or is that just like, hey man This is, this is what I've been liking so what, like, girl, I, what you going to knock me? I know this girl. For liking what I like? I know this girl. She's not even a little pe- person. She's just short. Mm-hmm. And she's like 4'9". 
four, four nine, ten. But then a long torso. Just four nine, four ten, just normal everything. There's some very, people that got long torso. Very beautiful, like mm. very beautiful, mm. right? But also looks extremely young, mm. like Ariana Grande type yeah. vibe, yeah. right? And there's there's a guy that's been dating her, and I'm just like, I gotta look at you weird, nigga. Like, I gotta look. She doesn't have like huge features, no ass. She doesn't have big titties. She's the least bit of curvy. And she looks super young. She's granted she's 26, 27. She looks super young and she's 4'9, four 4'10. Four Put all that combo together. Hmm. Flat 4'10. And you have a baby face. I gotta look at you weird, my nigga. I don't care how old you actually are. I gotta look at that nigga weird. She de she deserves love. What's that syndrome called? What uh what uh 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 what you talk about, Willis? What's his name? Dwarfism. Well, no. no, that's not dwarfism. It's not that's dwarfism. Uh, it's Munchausen Munchausen syndrome. Munchkin. Could you could you look at look at the wall? Could you look it up? What was that nigga's name? What you talk about, Willis? Uh, Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. What was his? Could you look up with the syndrome? Gary Coleman syndrome. I think it was. I think it's Munchausen something syndrome. Any anybody with Google? Matt's Google obviously works slower than normal humans. My <laughs> oh, of course. Now your Wi-Fi. Yeah, 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 yeah. The same Wi-Fi I'm on. Yeah, yeah. More, uh, nephritis. It's called the Gary Coleman syndrome. <laughs> he was the first nigga with the syndrome. This is actually going to be exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. He was the first nigga with the syndrome? This guy said, what about the African guy? I know which African guy you're talking about. That little African nigga is the truth. <laughs> He's like 45. <laughs> but you guys know what I'm talking about. That syndrome where you look like whatever you got the syndrome, that's the age you are now. That's the age you look forever. So if you was eight, you ate now forever looking. Uh, if someone, called... like, those people deserve to find love. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm allowed to judge who loves them, right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to judge who yeah. loves them? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I should be allowed. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Or, mm. or, or, is it the cure to pedophilia? Do we get everybody that's got child, you know, attraction and group them with the people with this syndrome. Give them, like, an app. Like, what do we call the app? Hmm. Well, then that, that's now, now you're abling. <laughs> you now you're providing that? a, that's why you're providing a whole new uh, community to be okay. Like, a new, a new. Because a everyone's name. actually like, of age. They just don't look it. So there's no legalities broken. You get to you get to fix your your whatever uh, the, the urges. I don't know what to call that. It's I I don't know if it's an urge or a mental illness. Mm. I'm I I'm erring on the side of mental illness. I don't see liking kids know? as an urge. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. It's gotta be something like wrong child. in the brain. If they look like a child, yes, that's fucked. 
but they deserve to find love too. That's what I'm saying. This is the hard. You see what I'm saying? Like this is a very like, difficult thing. Him, and he just oh. can't love me because I look like this young. But I could think like a no. Nah. You know, like listen, like, they what deserve woman, to find love. Yeah. I'm allowed to judge who loves. So them. watch this. Can Hezbollah have a wife? I mean, yeah, but you see he how he looks like a fucking real child. Oh God! And he's gotta have sex. What if he has children? Oy vey! Are, are we gonna <laughs> are we gonna judge girl that home girl that Hezbollah, Hezbollah deserves to have sex? Doesn't he deserve to get his dick sucked? Oh my God! So who's who's in the wrong? Oh my God! No, this is just, no. I'm you not know? equipped for this conversation. <laughs> once you flip it, once you do the flipping, and it's not just oh. about the little, the young-looking female. Yeah. If it's the young-looking man, why is it all of a sudden? It's okay? still the same to me. It's still weird, optics-wise. You know, have you seen that dude? That that weird, disfigured dude that's on that new. Um, why uh, is it's he like, weird? Well, not well. He looks. You know. <laughs> whatever. You could look him up on porn <laughs> on Pornhub. He he's he's oh one of those god, little dudes. Oh my god, that that dude in little, the alien, alien, alien is that dude. his name? The dude in the bank back in the bus. Yeah. Oh my god. The alien god. dude. That's he's like he's been getting so much pussy. He has so much, but it was so endearing watching his story, where he's like, "Yeah, I don't really get much pussy, but you know, hey man, one day, you know." So. Oh my god. And then god. the girl that he wanted to fuck, he's like, Oh, I would love to fuck this girl. And she's like, she pops up behind him and he's like, Oh my god, it's you. And they're like, Yeah, she's gonna fuck you today. He's uh. like, No, for real. He's like, and he runs out the van, like, I can't believe I'm gonna get fucked right now. And she drops to her knees and she gives him a hug, like, Yeah, we're gonna have sex. It's okay. Uh. And he's like, Thank you. And it was such an endearing moment for him because it's like my dude is finally going to get fucked. And this girl's like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And Ugh. I was praising both of them. Like, great job. You're going to finally have sex, dude. And good job on you, homegirl, for committing such a nice, you know, giving act. But when you watch it, <laughs> that's the face you make. Zoom in on that shit. <laughs> nope. You, he looked like one of the, the aliens on Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, that's... Ugh, you know when, they, when, they, when you shoot that guy's head off and it starts growing back? <laughs> it was like midway. Yeah, no. No, I'm good. Yeah, I can't look at them the same. Um, this teacher... Oh, shit. Did I not... Did I not save it? Please tell me I saved it. This teacher made a list... Uh, put up a list of words... That their student couldn't say in the classroom anymore. Mother? <laughs> no. Um, hold on. Oh, I found it. Thank God. These D words, sayings are prohibited in my classrooms. If you are caught using these words, you will write a short essay explaining why you chose to use these words in an academic setting to, to express yourself. There are many ways to articulate what you need to say without using slang. Please know that using slang in an academic setting can diminish your capability to become a successful writer. More often than not, mm, the way you speak bet. is the way you will write. The gibberish some of you choose to use is an improper English and sometimes inappropriate for an academic setting. Cap. This is an academical, this is an educational institution, and you will carry yourself as scholars in my classroom. Yo, that's bugged out, son. 
This nigga in his 1985 words. <laughs> no, that's out. fat. Yeah. So these are the words that you cannot say. There are a list of 32. And mm. they're not just words. Some of them are entire sentences. Phrases. First word, bruh. Bruh. You cannot say bruh, bruh. in this classroom. Bruh. Come on, You bruh. cannot say standing on business. What? In this classroom. You heard me. <coughs> you heard me, motherfucker. Standing on, and I'm standing on business right you now. You cannot say ooey or skiyi. <laughs> okay, I can understand the second one. The, the, the first one, ooey. Why can't you say ooey? You cannot say, you ate that up. Oh, you ate that up. I guess. You cannot say, that's cap. That's cap. You I don't, can't say I that. I don't believe that one. You cannot say, what's up, gang? What's up, gang? Okay, fine. That one's You cannot right. say, bet. <laughs> you cannot say, oh, my God, Miss T. You cannot say, on God. On oh God. God. I, went, <laughs> I knew on God was coming. You cannot say, on my mama. On my mama. On my hood. I look fly. I look. I look good. You cannot say on my dead mama, dad, aunt, cousin, any family, friend, or associate. That is possibly dead. You cannot say Riz. You cannot say, what's up, G-Wade? G-Wade. <laughs> you cannot say in the cut with my twin. You cannot say just vibe. Just vibe. You cannot say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which the no. kids think now is, girl, your ass is thick. When it really just means, god damn. Like, that's it. Yeah. Um, on bro. On bro. So you cannot right. do on God or on bro. Or bro. So or on hood. On hood. You can't, you cannot say, say, you can't hood. say bro. So just, um. Can I say gang gang? You cannot say nigga. <laughs> what? That was understandable. <laughs> you cannot say on me. So no on God. No on hood. No on bro, and not even on yourself. Come on, man. And you can't put it on the set. Oh, my God. On the set? Not even on the set, my on, boy. Can you put it on Gravy Gang? Uh, freak you mean? I did not know that was one. What a freak um, you mean? I guess I for, did not know that was a thing. It's probably for the young ones that aren't allowed to say fuck. Fuck you mean. Freak you mean. Freak you mean. Uh, you cannot Vietnamese. say period. <laughs> Especially you say on... Munion? Munion. You got Mandarin in this bitch. That's crazy. Munion. You cannot say big dog. I big dog. You can't say motion or big motion. Motion. Big motion. That's how motion, fam. You can't say just vibe twin. Just vibe twin. What's up, twin? What's up, twin? Nah. (laughs) You can't say nah. (laughs) Nah. Nah. You got to say now. You can't say nah. You got to say now. How do you spell it? N I E, nah. N I E, nah. Okay, right now. Right now? Nah, you gotta say right now. Can you can you still <laughs> say combination? Combination. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And you can't say it's giving. Oh, thank God. That one <laughs> it's can, giving. That one can stay on. Why? There. Why? <laughs> it's giving hater. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. On God, bro. <laughs> um. It's giving. So this teacher is definitely racist. This is. <laughs> these are all just black sayings. <laughs> you cannot say any ebonics in my class. She's I love that they call it ebonics, but they but they won't call it a, a, a 
an idiom or or a cliche. Maybe or, we need a, a culture class for the teachers. You know, we got an English class for the kids. Why don't we have a culture class for the teachers? So y'all know what's going on. Because if you could say chip like off the, the old block or, you know, yeah. dilly dallying or really well, grind what, my gears. Grinding my gears. Oh, or, close, but no cigar. Know? What the <laughs> fuck? I get it. Victory Some Caucasian cigar. ass cool. you know? sayings. But all these different ones. Yeah, you're just racist. Why can't um, we add these ones into the mix? What else has been going on? Uh, Jewish tunnels in, in New York. That shit crazy. And seeing the way they were fighting to make sure that they, they didn't dig deeper into that Insane. made you wonder, what are you hiding? Well, actually, they found uh, soiled mattresses and children um, paraphernalia downstairs. It's connected to a children's, uh, Jewish children's, like, uh, daycare Good across the God. street. And, um, yeah, they're now testing swabs of that whatever... Uh, residues on the mattresses and found uh, strollers and cribs and a whole bunch of shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, <clears throat> they put the sin in synagogue. Wow. Uh, Aisha Curry was on The View or some shit and uh, basically exposed that Steph Curry got a foot fetish. Yeah, I... Why does she keep on doing that? This woman hates this nigga. Whole other thing. But what? my husband really loves my feet. What? I love that. And so, like, the light was hitting him just right that day. And so I was like, let me just snap this photo and send him a picture of my feet. So I always say, like, when he says to send nudes, like, yeah. that's what he's getting. A picture of my bare feet. <laughs> First of all, she expressed that that nigga likes to say, yo, send me nudes. <laughs> on some thirsty shit with his wife. And I mean, on top healthy. of that, he means, he means feet. Yeah, I don't. You ask your girlfriend nudes. Well, he, he said, yeah, she, he said actually, you nudes. live kind of long. You guys live long distance yeah, sometimes, yeah. so I mean that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I get it. Time. Yeah, um, little Nas X's rollout. Have you seen it? The the dancing and shit. No, no, the cross. Oh yeah. See, I was wondering, is he is he trying to represent himself as one of the other two? That are on the cross? No. Beside you? Or is he actually no. trying to present himself as Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, there's another video you, of him eating, you, eating uh, the communion chips and drinking the juice dressed as Jesus. I love that you call them communion chips. but Communion bread, bread of Christ, the body of Christ, whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck. You know what I, I mean. call it. I call it like uh, the wafers. Mm. That's the Catholic ones. Mm. Well, for Adventists, it was pie crust. For us, it was just crackers, broken up. Bits. Yeah, broke up crackers. Yeah, yeah. but so, yeah, yeah uh, honestly, it's. I'm it's like, boring. you didn't do it first. Diddy did that already. To me, it's just boring. You know? <laughs> it's, it's so it's like it's outrage, controversial. Outrage yeah, we has get it. to be has to be covert. Mm. There has to be some nuance. You just after you slid down a pole to hell. Now you're coming out with gospel and Jesus, well, that's and you're the thing. dressed as Jesus. It's just, uh, it's just, it's too obvious and it's boring. But just like, there's there's a parallel to Dave Chappelle now, like in the sense that what got you here and what people started that really liked about you, you know, in your previous Netflix specials, at this point it's. You d doing it now has diminishing returns. We don't like it as much, but it's still the, that's the style you used to get there. Same with Lil Nas X. He's that's what what he does. But now it's just like we've seen you do it. Do something else now, bro. You this know? is the thing. I think it's harder to be a celebrity 
because we as the consumers are so much more knowledgeable on their craft. Yeah. There's millions yeah. of podcasts now mm. where I can listen to my, some of my favorite comedians break down how they do comedy. Yeah. Yeah. What's good comedy? What's bad comedy? Mm -hmm. How they write jokes? How they set up jokes? When they're being lazy? How how many times they they didn't want to do a special? Mm -hmm. So it's like I have all this information now and I'm watching you and I've seen so many specials especially no pun intended that now I know what's good from what's not. I know when you're being lazy. I know when you're not trying. I know when you're trying to offend me. I know when you're not. I know when you're playing it safe. Mm -hmm. Like, there's too many. We're just way too knowledgeable. And yeah. then when it comes to too, too, too many actual technical artists, aspects that you could be like, oh, nitpicking. We know how to nitpick yeah. now. Actual artists, especially like musicians, same thing. Like, we know how Everybody to pick does that everything. within their craft. Yeah. We know how to pick about everything. And now we're judging... Not only the music, but we're judging your rollout. In the 90s, no one judged your rollout. No. Niggas just wanted to hear the music. What, does the music sound good? Cool. Now, after 10, 20 years of watching social media rollouts, we know what a good rollout is. Yeah. And we know when you're forcing it. And this one is forcing it. If It's falling flat. He's trying way too hard. You know what I mean? He had some organic moments, the last album, because... Of what happened with Old Town Road, mm. the outrage people had, people finding out that he was a troll account for the first time. People were super impressed by his Twitter. Now when he tweets stuff, people are like, eh. Yeah. Once again, man. It's, it's Nas X. It's like, an old trick now. Uh, to me, it's, everything's just like You old. have to reinvent yourself constantly. I think he, his new troll should be, I am normal. Because, like, we've seen you in your, the most outlandish shit. Show us that you can be regular, too. See, but this is the problem. Boy who cried wolf. Mm. When you troll, 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 how do I know this is not a troll? But do I even trust it? Am I waiting? Am I not just waiting for the other uh, shoe to drop? Mm. And if it doesn't, now I've just been holding out and holding myself back when you were actually trying for once. Yeah. <laughs> you were actually being normal for once. But I was like waiting for some shit to happen because I know this is not you. Yeah. Like seeing him with his long hair and the skirt and whatever, like it's not new anymore. So. And this is why they talk about selling your soul. Mm. Because some people be like, yo, just tap dance. Just play the game. And when you get, you know, you get the bread, you get the money, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. By the time you get to do whatever you want, no one believes you. Yeah. <laughs> You've been this person the whole time. This is how you came up. This is how we first supported you. I don't know this new nigga. Like, I remember when, um, when uh, what's his name? Uh, Russell. Deep Pride. Yeah, yeah. When he first started out on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Completely different from the guy he is now. And when he started he smoking cigarettes, know. getting tattoos and shit, people were like, yo, this nigga lost his mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this nigga's gone crazy. <laughs> but it's just, this is who he is. Yeah, but then you talk to him, still the same guy. Still the same guy. Just decided they to just had a perception me. of you because this is not how you came in. Yeah. However you came in, they got to see either a natural progression yeah. towards that. There can't be no 180. Mm -hmm. You can't overnight just be this different guy. Right, right. You know what I mean? And so it's always interesting when I see people like, especially like child actors, you see them trying to make that transition. And I always look to see what's the move. What's the move? Mm. Is it a scandal? 
Is it catching you on drugs? Is it a sexy video where you're revealing more than you've ever revealed? Is it a photo shoot? Is it a song? Is it a song? Right. Is it a collaboration? Like, or, I remember when Miley Cyrus did that Mike Will song. Yeah. With the Jordan jersey and where's the Jordan jersey? Mm. All that shit. Everybody was like, "Ooh, we this want is not party in the USA." Thing. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like everyone's like, "What is going on?" And for the next two, three years, what does she do? Acted a fool, played that same character. Now she comes out with flowers and shit. You see that same person? She's just a normal white girl yeah. now. One of the top songs ever. And that's what's streamed. necessary. That's what's necessary. And I don't think most people are willing to do that. You can be the most talented person in the world. Are you willing to change who you are yeah. multiple times? <laughs> I bet you if he came if Lil Nas X came out with like a classic ballad banger of a country song where he's just nothing it's it's not about being gay. I'm just like, let me just sing a song. Yeah. And it was a beautiful sounding song with the guitar and all that. If his version of a flowers, bruh, like I feel like he could fucking kill that shit. People would love to see that because yeah. they'd be like, "Hey, thanks, Lil Nas X. That's this is refreshing." But it was all born in the vein of a troll. Mm. Even Old Town Road was a troll. Yeah. The yeah. way he marketed it, a troll. Yeah. He's been a troll even before that. He was a Nicki Minaj troll account. Like this is just what he is, right? So is he? So now, remember, is he a plant? Is he a plant? Is he a plant? I don't think he's necessarily a plant, but I will say that he he cannot change the stick. Yeah. He's stuck in this. And I know that by the time he turns 35, 40 years old, he's going to hate it. <laughs> he's going to hate yeah. it. And you're going to see a switch. You're going to see some sort of breakdown. Like, it's not... Nobody... Mm. I've watched this for too long. No one can keep up the act. Yeah. No one, there's not been one single person I've seen keep up the act. You can't name one successful person that kept up the act. Everybody becomes their true selves at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we don't see it. It just burns me because my nephew doesn't know who Nazir Jones is. All he knows is Lil Nas X. And even though I try to tell him, you know, I know, I can't. He's can. a smart little nigga, though. You know, he only knows who Lil Nas X is. He's <laughs> a right? good man. Come on, now. He's smart. He's growing up smart. <laughs> He's growing up wise. <laughs> Picking his idols, not his rivals. <laughs> Stop this, bro. <laughs> growing up in man. a world where you're I got to buy him something. Hold on. You want an Xbox? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Stop this, a little Nas Xbox. <laughs> he, wants P, he wants a PS. He wants a PS, man. Come on. But imagine if Dave actually, you know, did that music video with Lil Nas X. It'd be the, one of the most watched videos ever, to be honest. You think that people would be mad at not Lil Nas X for absolutely for siding with him? Absolutely, especially the LGBTQ community. Yeah. They would hate that nigga. Set him back five years. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, man. A lot happened over the the holidays. How was yours, man? What did you do? I was just fucking just ate, man. Just oh yeah, ate you, and you slept. Did, you did nothing. You were sleeping. Ate and slept, man. Catching up. I was just chilling on, just catching up on life, bro. And preparing for this radio show. It's about it. Um. I started watching Succession. Fuck. I rewatched the whole thing. In the past three weeks, I believe. <sighs> wow. 
What a fucking masterpiece. It's even better on the second watch. I'm I'm so mad that I'm so entrenched in the lives what of rich white people. What season are you on? I'm like near the, near the end of season two only. Mm. So I'm like... Season two is good. Season three is really good. <sighs> Yo, the look. whole shit's amazing. They won a bunch of awards at the at the Emmys and the Golden Globes. Mm. Um, but call it, uh, Karen, Karen Culkin, Culkin boils my bubbles, bro. bro Roman is very, Jesus. very annoying. They're but all they're all. In that's very how I know theory. they got me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, even first Shiv, Kendall. Shiv is the worst for me. <sighs> Shiv is the absolute worst because she's so transparent. Yeah, in her bullshit, and like it takes so long for people to see it. Yeah, like yeah. it's crazy to me. Tom and Greg are my favorite. I want them to have a spinoff show. Yeah. They're the greatest. <laughs> this picky in the brain, man. They're just the, the greatest, bro. There's two dumb guys. Two dumb guys, but two very smart guys at yeah. the same time. Um, yeah. Uh, what else happened? Uh, we found out why Meek beefed Drake for real. Why is that? Um, one of his, his boys, who is now his op, came out, who was uh, hanging around them at the time and said that uh, he was super insecure about Nikki. Mm. He didn't know how to have a bad bitch. And um, him and Nikki got into some argument at a store because he wanted to buy something, but he was short money and he asked her for 6000 She's like, Nigga, go to the hotel, get your own money. And he's, he only had 2000 on him or some shit like that. And then he started cussing her out, got inside the car, he spit on her. And his boy was like, Yo, you're foul for that. Like, that's wrong, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And then he started tweeting that shit about Drake. Yeah. Off the back of that argument, yeah, and so it's all just weird all about way to like yeah to shift your 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 anger towards it's your wild. own pockets. It's wild, man. deflecting and throwing it at Drake. It's too much. That, was, um, that sucks. Jada Kingdom and Steph London. Uh, beef thing. Beef has been going on for what forty eight hours now. Uh, really, it started last summer. Hmm. When uh, Burna Boy oh, put out Burna. that song, oh, Burna. and then Jada did this interview. When me a talk about, where Burna, where Burna, where Burna Boy, I sing about in the Taliban's remix. You have to go check it out. You have to go check it out. You don't know no knowings of nothing while I go on. Let me look no. by your chair close because it wasn't me. It wasn't you. You're pleading with the shaggy at the fifth part <laughs> because she just. Get so it wasn't me. After that interview, Steph London must have subliminal. It put a subliminal, I think, in a song or in an Insta story or something like that at the time. And Jada didn't really respond to it. Mm. And um, I think Jada must have, <laughs> excuse me, dropped a part of an old freestyle. Mm. And people thought that she was subbing um, Steph London. Steph, yeah. And then Steph London had a song out and she changed the lyrics to say Jada's name in it and Jada must have made a video saying oh I just want to know who get the box I want to know who get the box because she was talking about boxing somebody or whatever and then at like 4.30 in the morning Jada dropped this song dissing (laughs) dissing uh this in her first of all, Steph was like saying that she's like Jada's ran through and she sells pussy, mm. which Jada's already been like, yes, I sell pussy. Very, very happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't care. And um, so Jada then called her <coughs> called her brother a pedophile. 
which he got caught up in some shit about a couple years ago. Okay. With mm-hmm. like a 14-year-old or something like that. Sounds like a Nicki Minaj situation. S- said her pom-pom is large. Sampled the song that Berna used. Because remember, Berna made the, the Taliban's remix and said, um, the best pom-pom they are, they are Kingston, so I'm going to buy a Birkin for Jada Kingdom. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because he's just outing himself right there. Well, j- that and he had just dropped Last Last, right? Which everybody knows was about Steph London and her cheating on him. Mm. And it became the biggest song of the year. Yes. And um, so off the back of that, it was the whole talk was, oh, how's Burner Boy going to beat Taliban's this summer? Taliban's is the song of the summer easily. Mm-hmm. And then he just jumped on the remix. And that's what he said in the remix was, oh, the best pum pum there, Kingston. So I buy a Birkin for Jada Kingdom. And so Jeez. your man bought a Birkin for a next woman, said her pum pum is the best, and then you made a song dissing the girl. You look crazy. I mean, were they? You uh, look wild. Didn't they already break up when he wrote that verse though? Yeah, but yeah. still. Why are you beefing should... the girl? Yeah. He guys, said it. Yeah, they broke up. He already. did it. The girl has nothing to do with it. Just because mm-hmm. her pum pum bless, you're mad. <laughs> I mean, un- unless and look they're... at Jada Kingdom. Let's be fucking real. Yeah. Let's be fucking real. How many women can? How many women could party Fontaine, walk away from, and people say it's an upgrade from Meg The Stallion? How many women can you say that about? People saw his new girl and said. I understand. <laughs> Yo, Whoa. I get it. Yeah, Women were on yeah. the timeline saying, if my man cheated on me with Jada Kingdom, I'd have to dap him up. Like, yo, that's you? Okay. Like, that's it, crazy, bro. It takes, like... You know how bad you have to be for women to say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Worse on top of that, you already killed off Shensia years ago, and now somebody else is trying to, trying to war with you? And you've already proven yourself. This is crazy, bro. If you could rock a fade and be bald and still be hotter than most women, like, come on, man. She put uh, um, Steph London's pre-surgery body as the cover art and called it London Bed. Jeez. Used started off the, the started off the song with Idonia. There's this clip of Idonia saying, "If your girl can't, if your girl pussy can't make your right song, you know for fuck it." So if a girl's if a girl's pum pum hole cannot inspire music, you shouldn't be fucking her. Yeah. <laughs> if she can't give you one song, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't fuck it. It's a regular ass. He's like, you shouldn't fuck it again. If yeah. it, if she can't give you one song, you can't fuck it again. <laughs> and he made once Burner Boy made a song right after. The first song he made, the first song he made after getting some new pum pum was about the pum pum. Mm. Craziness, dog. Put it at the start of the song. Mm. 
is a mama's boy, little bitch, move on, you must be Lulu. Your body hold me, I'm London bed, your mouth fuck out, that's why the man left. Bossa move and reach me, anyway, me day, you coward like pussy, you no bad fam, no way. A little chump change, put a price on your head, you have a pedophile brother, and I did that for day. Me know say you all done, but mine can't lend, free fuck a rape, good pussy must sell. The man just murder she's just so, murder she's so bad and then she came out and said listen i'm done like this was this is cute but i'm finished <laughs> oh my god damn <laughs> yo the internet's wild they found a post from 2017 where mia khalifa said sub steph curry and she put her feet in the picture The internet is undefeated. Undefeated. Oh my god. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Anyways. <laughs> wow. We're back. Steph. 2024. Steph loves to shoot with his with feet behind the line. You're dumb. Yeah. I know you're tr fighting yeah, to, find to find a, a feet button. There's a foot one. He's he's undefeated. There, there was something. There, there was a, there was something afoot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was yeah, digging. Yeah. I was digging. <laughs> <laughs> he's leaps and bounds ahead of the competition for yes, sure. Yes. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Another week, another classic. Another year. Another fucking year of extra gravy. Year seven. Year seven, though. Year seven of the Gravy Gang. Year seven of you guys listening to us speak, uh, talking nonsense every week. It's a, a beautiful two thing. two four of Extra Gravy. Yeah. Come man. on now. Come um, extra Gravy Comedy. Next week, Wednesday. Next week, guys. Don't sleep. We got another Come lineup of comedians. We got our own Come jokes. Up. I know I'm doing some new shit. New bangers. New bangers next year. New bangers. Or next week. Next week. Um, it's a new year, man. Uh, new opportunities. I hope you guys are having a blessed new year. I hope your resolutions are still intact nine days in. When is the first um, morning show? First morning show is next Monday. Next. So I'm before we even have another pod Monday. episode. And yeah, the pod's not going nowhere, man. Y'all niggas, come on. Y'all niggas know what the fuck it is, man. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah, just know whatever you can't talk on on the radio. Now y'all just being get spoken to hear on over the morning. Here. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, over here, we give the long extended play. Mm. <laughs> on the radio, you can get the short stints. Yeah. Very PG, uh, but still very fun, very funny. And um, off rip, I know there's going to be people... People gonna be asking, yo, where's Norm? Like, yo, straight up. Don't worry. I can't man. wake up, man. I can't wake up for it. It's too early <laughs> for me, bro. I'm in my bed. No, nah, no. Nah, so. The budget just did not allow for anybody else. But we're trying to, we're trying to make, we're trying, we're trying to make it do what it do, baby. I, I appreciate. We gonna make it do what it do. But baby. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah, man. man. Don't Thank you, get brother. Twisted. We're gonna, we're gonna make a, make a way where there is no way. We know how we do. Mm -hmm. um, Shout out to Alicia. Big up, Alicia. Wherever Birthday, girl. Birthday, gal. Birthday, girl. Got to live it up in Disneyland for her mm -hmm. birthday, mm -hmm. for Earth Strong, real um, princess. She'll be back next week, obviously because we're gonna be on the radio. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, thank you guys for tuning in. Another week, another classic. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And that was the extra gravy. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 